This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff to talk about, but I am so stoked about this. Oh, yeah, so am I. I love so Pacific I. Rim. Uh, Pacific Rim is still, I'm still to this Pacific day. Pacific Rim ho. Amazing. Yeah. Still this Oh, thing. yeah. I, uh, so good. And it was one of those, like, when I was watching it, too, I was like, because it had been probably about maybe six or seven years since I've seen it. Yeah. Last, right? And I forgot how, like, long it was in the sense that, like, I was watching, and I was like, isn't there more? And then I was like, oh, yeah, there is more. There is more. And then there is more. And, mm-hmm. then, and then, of course, I spent the rest of the movie going like, yeah, it's too bad Neon Genesis Evangelion is some heavy fucking shit to put into a movie because the special effects here, like, we could totally fucking do it. Oh, easily. Easily. But that's, that's dense. Yeah. And general audiences will be like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It'd probably be one of those movies that's a big hit overseas. Not uh, so much well, it depends here. on how they do it because part of the appeal is how like fucking bonkers. Have you seen Neon Genesis? I've seen some of it, but years ago. Okay, years okay. ago. Okay, so yeah, so like it's you know, like it's bonkers. It doesn't get any less bonkers. Yeah, I wanted to watch the newer movies, so I was like, ah, I should watch the show first. Yeah, so I've I watched the entire show. Yeah. Uh, and then I just like Googled the order, like yet yeah, literally, uh, not yesterday, but the day before when I watched Pacific Rim and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. There's a watching order. So I got to Google that. So that, that'll be my next project to work on. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I don't know. I'm a sucker for giant monsters. So giant monsters against giant robots. Oh, and the other part I was saying yeah. to myself was Voltron. I was like Voltron. Oh, they Voltron. Totally yep. 100% do Voltron. Uh, there's not like. I think, they are, doing, I think they are doing Voltron now. Whether or not it actually gets done. That's Hasbro too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. I would love to see that because, like, I mean, obviously I, I was a huge fan of the Netflix yeah. Voltron series. Uh, but I was always a sucker for Voltron. A like, stand. I remember one of the. A stand, yeah. No, I, it's, it's I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, a Voltron stand. No, 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 no. But, like, even as a kid, like, I remember uh, I had a couple of the Voltron, Voltron toys, watched a couple of the Voltron cartoons, and yep. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fucking sweet. And I think that's probably why uh, I gravitated towards Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so quickly. Right, right. Aside from the fact that it's like Ninja Turtles, yeah. but a little bit different. Yeah. And then you get Giant Max. But I remember thinking to myself, like, Oh, right. That's like Voltron. And then, of course, not that I needed it to be sold because I was already in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. That was sick. You know? Fuck, man. It was awesome. Oh. Although I haven't seen the uh, 
Netflix. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet, where they bring back all the... Yeah, the but it's not only like 50 minutes, and I was like, you know what, I'm Is good. that all it is? I thought yeah. it was a full-length film. It's like 45 uh, to 50 minutes or something t- like that's that. That's just a TV special. And I was like, you know what, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And also, to be fair, I while I was a fan of Money More from Power Rangers, I wasn't like consuming everything. Yeah. Like, I watched the movies yep. and the TV show. First TV show. Uh, and the played like a video game for the second movie. I think I think it was yeah the Turbo, Turbo the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, but then that was it. Like I didn't have any of the toys. Not like I was rolling in cash anyway, but like I didn't have any of the toys, and I wasn't deep diving into the lore like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then of course because like every fucking like well the first one had like I think five seasons. And, yeah, and then after that it was just like. They would do one season, maybe two seasons. We were like, older when when it started up too. Yeah, exactly. Like my brother ate that stuff up, but we were on that that we were on the that just getting just out, getting in the high yeah, school, getting to the stuff. point where we're like, we gotta yeah. not watch this stuff because we gotta worry about like adult shit, even though we're fourteen. I would get home and be like, oh, this show, oh, Pink Ranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how like they made such a big stink about her not showing up, and she's like, "It's not a big deal. I just I'm I'm older now, and I'm I not in the shape. Feel like wearing spandex, yeah. and jumping around." And I was like, "Yeah, I I don't that blame makes sense. You. I don't blame mm-hmm. me at all." Mm-hmm. And also, I would they just use a stunt double anyway? Yeah. But regardless, yeah, whatever. So she got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> her life's ruined. Yeah. Uh. You see Ron the Space Knights coming back? No, but uh, I was thinking, of, we were talking about that the other day, and I was like, that's one of those ones that they could definitely yeah. do. We were talking about Ron just a few episodes ago. That's literally what I'm saying. I'm that, referencing it now. That's that why, like, it's funny when I was reading, I think it was just yesterday, that Marvel's bringing back Ron the Space Knights to send a deal with Hasbro. And I was like, fuck, we were just talking about that. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. Like, I think that's one of those ones where they could do a live action that skews more adult. Yep. Animated that skews for kids. Mm-hmm. But of course, flip it, right? So the one that skews for adults, you got stuff for kids. Yep. And then flip it so it, it skews more for kids, but it has stuff for adults. And then, of course, toy line based off of obviously the cartoon. Mm-hmm. But you could do some of the showcase style. Yeah. Like, fucking. Well, like that Wolverine you got there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could yeah, do stuff like that sick. for Ron. That'd be sick. Because, yeah, like, I, I did a bit of a deep dive into that, but Ron was just one of those ones. Plus, like, fuck, he looks super cool. He looks awesome. Like, weirdly, weirdly alien, but also super yeah. cool, you know? Like, I was reading some about because I don't, like, I remember Ron from my kid, but I don't really re- remember reading Ron. I never read the comic books. But, like, just kid. like, oh, uh, he goes after Galactus and all this kind of shit. I was like, fuck, he dug in all that? He fought yeah. the Avengers. and Exactly, exactly. He up with the Avengers and... Like, partied with the fucking Guardians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe, and, maybe I'll uh, check this out. The Brood was also big bad guys for him as well. Oh, I can see that. I think, if I'm, no, wait, uh, the Brunei. Brunei? But they also had ties to Guardians and Marvel's, Gala- like, space. Okay, yeah. Sp- cosmic, cosmic universe. But, uh. And this would be the original Guardians. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like seventies yeah. and the eighties. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So not not any of the people we know. Yeah, the Guardians that uh, like the team of Ravagers that uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His group. That's the actual Guardians that were in the that's the cool. original comics, hmm. which I never read, but no. I knew of them because of yeah. comic cards. Yeah, 
Comic cards is how I knew everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't tell you like what their first appearance was, but I could tell you their I height tell and their weight. A lot of I could tell you their strength and their their yeah. agility. Those I forgot. Speed. Those I forgot. Well, it depends. Like obviously, there's the one like Spider Man was always like strength four. Yeah. But his agility was like uh like a six out of seven. Right up there. Uh, Nightcrawler was a seven. Yeah. That's right. I remember Nightcrawler was a seven. Daredevil was he was strength and speed was two. Yeah, lower strength and speed. His uh, flexibility was a four because he's also human, but he's like Olympia level athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain America was uh, four. He had a strength of four. Strength of four. And speed was four because of the super soldier serum. I think it was just Surfer, Thor, and Hulk that were like jacked up with like sevens and stuff. Well, yeah. Well, because Thor was uh, Hulk had strength was seven, his durability was seven, and his stamina was seven. Right. And if it was Smart Hulk, his intelligence was seven, so he was stacked. Yeah. Oh and they, yeah. They downplayed his speed, which didn't make any sense because he was also like, if you think about it, he would be really fast. Yeah. Thor, same thing, but he's a god. He's a god. A surfer, well. Again, like he's he had the power cosmic, yeah. so you know, Firestarter was another one. He but he wasn't maxed out. He had like strength six, but he had uh, durability. I think was seven. Most of the comic cosmic guys were. High up there for yeah, higher up there for cosmic for sure. But uh, hmm. fuck, that's funny. I man, I miss those old cards. So do I. Yeah, like, uh, I sold them all for pennies. Should have kept them until COVID happened. I would have been a millionaire. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they were selling for like a hundred bucks a card during COVID because people were looking. Wow, what well, what should we do? What should we collect from home? Cards. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, good for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't actually have any uh, any wrestling gripes or anything like that. Nothing. Hold on, let me see. I might search the bank. Uh, you know what? I do. It's you not want to touch on punk, right? I was gonna say. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about it. Yeah. Like, as soon as I thought, I was like, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> and then the, the punk stuff came up, and I was like, the punk stuff is fucking crazy. It's though. funny. He's coming back. Oh wait a minute. Ace Steel's not coming back, so he's yeah. Fuck you. Like it's, it's <laughs> and it's funny too because they're like they're like well we're we're starting a new show. Yeah. Collision in Chicago, and we're gonna drop uh, Dark and Rampage because of it. Yeah, and you're like, okay, all right, and uh, and then they're like heavily inferring, like they're basically saying that we're gonna split the roster. The roster is gonna be split, and it's essentially gonna be the people that want to work with Punk are the Collision show, which is gonna start in Chicago. CM Punk's triumphant return. Yep, and then everyone that doesn't want to work with him, like the elite, <laughs> essentially. They'll be on the regular show, um, Dynamite. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. And uh, light the fuse, and then, uh, and then that's it, right? And and okay, and I was like, okay, fine, like whatever, because I can't deny, and I've said before, I can't deny that Punk's not a draw. Oh, he's a draw. You know, like they were doing hundred percent. They were doing stellar numbers without him, but they were doing fucking awesome numbers with him. Yeah. So, okay, fine. And then, uh, and then, like a couple weeks, like literally within the last week, it's been like, yeah, now we're not so sure. Mm -hmm. We got mm -hmm. a backup city. We got a couple of backup people. Like the and they, the, even the announcement was funny when they're like, yeah, Miro and, and all these uh, House of Black, and you're like, yeah, oh, Andrade, and you're like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I don't know about that one, that one. He's there, but we won't put him on TV. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I used to be a huge stand for him. <laughs> But ever since he left, I was like, you know what? Maybe he a wasn't Sandrade. As... Yeah, maybe he wasn't as good as I thought he was. 
Well, because well, like when he crapped out on the main roster, I was like, well, that's just Vince. Yeah. Vince yeah. took Zelina Vega, his mouthpiece, away from him. Yeah. Which was stupid. But okay, fine. And then does nothing with him because, yeah. of course, his English isn't the greatest and Vince is fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. super racist. And uh, so, okay, I was like, oh, we'll attribute it to that. But then he goes to AEW and, like, no good runs. Not Nothing. Good. At least Miro had that one, like, redeemer run where he was just on fire. He was he had the TNT title. You know, and then that fell off the wagon. But whatever. Yeah. At least, like, you know, they, they were pushing him. And now it's like, okay, fine. And then, so, yeah, you're like you said, they go, uh, well, he steals not going to be on TV. So Punk's like, well, then I'm out. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. The, the guy that escalated the whole situation, right? Like, yeah, Punk threw a bomb, but fucking Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega. Like, y- you assaulted somebody <laughs> with your fist, but then your buddy, your trainer, the yeah. guy who got you into the business... Is eating people. Fucking, like, it's that's a, an assault. Isn't that also, a like, a chemical warfare? Because the fucking biological... Yeah. My bacteria and yeah. stuff? Like, you can get seriously And it's sick. also just gross. Yeah, also, it is a total bitch move. What grown man fights another like, man? I'm, I'm very not happy with the yeah. situation. So, and that's, <laughs> like, that's who's going to hang his hat. Like, he fucking, I, I got to be careful, because Punk will go after people. He's going after mm. Brian Alvarez, like, hard. Yeah? Well, he fucking devoted a tweet to Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer Live. He's been, well, he's been going after him for quite... The scrum. He actually called him out on the scrum. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. <laughs> called him out on the scrum, so... Oh, man. Yeah, but anyway, like, he's just like, hey, fuck, fuck, Dave, you got something to say now? Huh? Know your sources? It's like, he's a fucking wrestling news reporter. Mm-hmm. What is he supposed to do? Also, you're still new, so he's going to talk about you. It's not like he's shit-talking you. He's just fucking saying... Like, anyway, regardless, regardless. But this is the guy. So, the guy that... Make things worse. Like if if Punk just punched somebody or yeah. threw punches, right? But he, apparently he did. He actually connected. So he punched somebody. That's bad on its own. Yeah. But then you got the fucking biter. As well as like, and I mean, okay, yeah, someone kicked his dog, which I'm against horribly. Oh, man. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like. Hey. Someone kicked my dog, I'm biting. But, but also I'm thinking like, why the fuck was anyone trying to block the dog? Like, that would be my concern. My yeah. concern would be, like... The dog. I'm going to... Like, this is my dog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I can to protect my dog. Especially because, like, I'm also going to essentially protect people from my dog. Because yeah. if you're coming at me, my dog's not going to be like, Ooh, are we going to pet? We're buddies now? He's going to be like, fuck you. Stay away. But anyway. So, this whole fucking thing, like... I feel like this is, like, Punk's weird way of trying to work everybody. That's what I think. I think he's worked himself up into a shoot. And for people that aren't wrestling fans, basically what a work is, is fake. It's wrestling. It's fake, fake, fake. When you work yourself into a shoot, it's when you fucking fake yourself into it being real. Yeah. So, like, uh, the uh, WWE was famous for this. They, they say, it's all fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. But then they would book a guy to lose a million times, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go, well, pal, crowd thinks of you as a loser. So we gotta cut you loose, like uh, Zack Ryder, and they're like, "You fucking wrote me to be a fucking little loser." <laughs> That's I blame the character you wrote for me. <laughs> In fact, I gotta say I did a great job 
of playing this loser that you booked to lose, to get cuckolded, yep. to get fucking like thrown into oblivion by Kane, all because I got over on my own. Mm-hmm. Sorry? But yeah, you're so that you know, he Punk worked himself into a shoot where now he thinks I think he thinks that AEW will die without him. Yeah. So he's like now his cock is so big that he can just swing it around and just be like, you know, like basketball where the cocks are just swooshing back and forth because what can you do? You just have to get out of the way from these giant swim cocks. Or maybe he's trying to get them to drop him so he can go back over to WWE. Hence why he was there because Nas the other week. I don't see I don't see Vince taking him back. I don't see Vince taking him back. I don't either. But I also said that about Bret Hart at one time. Bret Hart's different though, because Bret Hart is he's even to this day, he's still a mark for the business. Mm -hmm. He still is like like it's real. Like you when you hear about the reports of it, they're like Brett didn't want to lose because it was damaging to his character. You know, it's like I could 100% see that because mm-hmm. he was like, it's his life and he yep. lived it harder and closer and more than most, right? Yeah. You know, and the, but you look at a guy like Scott Hall, it's like, I'll fucking, you know, I'll lay down on the mat. I don't give a shit. You hit me with that finisher, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting paid. You know, Brock Lesnar's another one. Brock Lesnar, out of all the guys, like if people were saying like Brock won't lose to certain people. I'm like, okay, well, that's probably for the better. Yep. Or if he goes like, I'm, I'll lose to that guy, but not like this. Okay. But at the same time, at the end of the day, he's like, I'm getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> and Brock will tell you, he'll go, I got paid to beat the undertaker. I got paid to lose to Roman Reigns. I got paid the exact same amount to beat the undertaker to end a streak then I and it's the exact same one in Reigns uh, beat me, and Reigns has beaten him more than most people. Yeah, I think I don't even think that it's like I don't even think they're close. I think Reigns has beaten him more often than not. Reigns beat him more than Goldberg has. Yeah, exactly. Right, but you know Goldberg's another prime example. Yep. Can't lose, mm-hmm. can't turn heel because he's a fucking superhero. Yeah, to kids that are our age. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe just a bit younger because they were they were kids' kids. Oh man! You know they were like seven to ten. Yeah, growing up with Goldberg as a superhero. Yeah, you're right. You're a superhero. Like fuck, man. And Punk is. I I feel this whole shit with Punk right now. You're right. I think that's possible. He's probably trying to get get out of it. It could be. But if. Let's just say for the sake of argument that happens and then Vince does what Vince is going to do and go, sure, I'll sign you, pal, and then make him eat shit for the entire contract. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like Cody is doing gangbusters right now, okay? He was hot when he came in. He was super fucking molten hot when he came back and won the Rumble. Yep. And then transitioned to be the top guy. And then Vince said, nope. <laughs> It could even be Triple H too, but either way, they said nope. Yeah, Reigns has got to get to at least a thousand, which we know now is going to be at least WrestleMania yeah. Oh, forty. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I mean, as soon as they like, he, oh, he's held the title for nine hundred twenty days or whatever it was. I was like, well, he's not losing WrestleMania. You know, but of course, in my heart, I yeah. wanted it to happen. Oh yeah, and and then because your heart is connected to your brain, your brain was also like, well, he's maybe, maybe, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So then. 
That's Punk's legacy is the fucking, like, what, do one year eating shit? Yeah. On his part-time schedule? All for Ace Steel? Like, <laughs> I love you. Like, you're, like, my, like, one of my absolute, like, top-of-the-list best friends. Okay. okay? I would bite someone for you. I know, and that's one of the reasons why I would actually bite someone for you. Too, <laughs> if that's what it came to, even though we just biological finished, warfare, it is. <laughs> we just finished calling Ace Steel a bitch for doing yeah, it. Yeah. I would do it. I would do it I'd for do you. It. But at the end of the day, if that if your was the sticking point, I would be like, okay, here's the deal. They want me. They don't want you. Mm. I'm going to let you make the call. What should I do? Because I know you would go, you got to do what's best for you. I would go. Yeah. So, and I would do the same. I would go, you got to do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. I will bow out. But my favorite part about all this is that apparently the issue isn't so much that Ace Steel is not back because apparently he's been hired back. He's been back for a couple months now. He's just been working from home because the boys in the office are like, I don't, know if I, don't want him here. I don't know if I can see that guy. Yeah. But Punk wants him there on TV with him. Fucking pick your fucking battles. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Because after this, after this, what else is there for Punk? Aside from possibly WWE. Aside from that. I mean, there's Ring of Art. Nope. That's right. Is Japan? Nope. The, his ego yeah. will not allow him to go to TNA. No. Or Impact, sorry. It's no. Impact. His ego won't allow him to do that. That's too small. That's too too Bush League for him. Yep. Uh, and and New Japan, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't think he was a New Japan guy, so I don't think he was ever, he would ever look at that. And also, I don't think they're looking at him going like, no, you should come here. Yeah. You should, you should totally come down here. Mm -hmm. You know? But, I mean, maybe New Japan. Maybe New Japan. I could actually see him in Japan. Well, you know what? Maybe not because Kenta, and he stole like 90% of Kenta's moves. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, the yeah. go-to-sleep. The go-to-sleep specifically yeah. is, was Kenta's finisher. <laughs> I don't, and I can't really say that he stole it. It could have been just one of the guys at the back because he couldn't use the, the Pepsi plunge. Right, right, right. You, you couldn't use a top rope pedigree, especially in WWE. Yeah. Because... You're, how many guys are you going to do that to? And also, Triple H is going to be like, you're not fucking doing a better version that's, of my pedigree. mine. <laughs> you're going to do my move off the top rope? No, you're not. The Pepsi. I'll, you know what? I'll let you hit me with that move, and then I'll kick out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll hit you with mine, and you will lose. I will, I'll do the same thing I did to Booker T, where I will hit you. You'll hit me with your finisher. Or no, what was it? He hit it. Oh, yeah, he hit Booker T with his finisher. Yeah. But he was so, like, the impact was so great that he had to lie down, and he was just fucking all out for minutes. Then managed to pin Booker for the three count well after the impact of the pedigree. It's the worst finish I've ever seen in my life. The worst, like, uh -huh. fuck you finish. Like, it was totally 100% trips just being like, this is my giant big swing cock here. <laughs> You're black. You should have a bigger dick than me, but you don't. Yeah. But no, you don't. No. But anyway, so Ugh. that's my question. My question is, where does Punk go after this if this 
blows up in his face. Because the other thing is, it could just be one of those like last minute, like we're gonna work everybody. So yeah. he shows up, and we we announce that they're in Chicago because they have to announce it soon. I thought they were doing it this week. Yeah, that's right. They, I think it's yeah they got to announce it, it this week, went, so Friday. Friday night, right? Yeah. So Friday they announce it, and uh, then we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's fucking weird. It's a weird. If five years ago, if you would have said Punk would have came back, and then uh, he would have one of the best runs of his career, only to fucking everything turns weird and mm-hmm. like what the fuck's happening? I would have been like, no, he's never coming back. And then you know, and then he comes back, and like even then, I would have still been like, okay, fuck, like. But the scrum, I watched the, with the second I watched the scrum, I was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, the scrum is crazy. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. But he's still a huge draw. There's no denying it. That's the worst part. No denying it. That's the absolute worst part. Hogan's a piece of shit. Still a draw. Now he's more of a draw for Saudi shows. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm actually amazed with the uh, Night of Champions card. There's three women matches. Well, and they got Sammy and Kevin to go there. All these shows are just public relations. Yeah. It's all just public relations. It's just so that people go, oh, Saudi Arabia's not that bad. So that we forget that uh, some of the worst horrific acts of oppression still to this day occur in Saudi, Saudi, Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yep. Yeah. And apparently uh, the reason why Sammy is able to go now is because they've changed the ruling, right? So... Sikhs okay. are now able to go and travel, oh, okay. right? Okay. So that's why he can go. And so Kevin Owens did the one Rumble show, but then when they did that whole thing, then he just didn't go out of solidarity. Yeah. It wasn't like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson where he's like, I'm not going there because it's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be making it seem like I'm saying it's okay for this shit to be yeah. happening. And they went, okay, cool. You don't have to go. and uh, Or Cena, where he was just like, I go, but I get this contract with China. I can't fuck that up. Mm. China's awesome, also. <laughs> also. Also. One of those places <laughs> where they do oppression. We'll probably, that one will probably get us canceled. Oh, yeah. Talking China. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're coming for us now. Ching Ping, whatever. Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. <laughs> what? There's, there's memes there's a, where the. Well, Winnie the Pooh named Ching Bing? No, the leader of China. Oh. The dictator. Yeah. Looks like Winnie the Pooh. Really? I'm going to have to look at that. But anyway, that's my wrestling uh, wrestling rant. That's uh, it. That's I, all. I had something I wanted to touch upon. Okay. Um, was it Tina Turner passing away at 83? Because yeah. that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I mean. So just for you, Tina. Because you're simply the best. Bow, bow, bow. Better than all the rest. Bow, but that's bow, all I'm going to do because. Oh. That's all I know. Okay. And also, she's she's dead now. Right. She she's not hearing. She doesn't need to be in heaven going, like, Jesus fucking Christ. What Chris. are they doing? Chris. I literally just passed. I can't. Like, you're terrible. You're horrible. Oh, fuck. So. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yep. May 13th. May 13th, yep. I always figured if I was a wrestler or something, I'd be a face. You know? The crowd would love me, and I would love the crowd. Yep. I got a little taste of being a heel a couple weeks Although ago. Although, I, I, I will say this real quick. 
every single wrestler will yeah. tell you the easiest thing to do is be a heel. Yeah. It's easier to make people hate you than Holy you. fuck, it's fun. I was a heel two weeks ago, and it was so fun. Okay, so anyway, May 13th, you were a heel. So I, I tweeted um, this. The horrific Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I remember that tweet. And yeah. also, oh, so they lit you up, eh? Oh, man, this thing went viral. Marvel, if Frank Miller can't see it, please help him see it. Don't let him tarnish his legacy. So, well, basically, just Frank, so we're Frank clear, Miller is not a good artist anymore. Uh, hold on, just so we're clear. Yeah. He never really was that great of an artist. He he was really good in the 80s, though. That Wolverine run, Daredevil. He had some hot, he had some good shit. But then, and then he did Sin City with this different style, and then he decided to actually just... no. I I will say Sin City. But did he do the art of Sin City? Yeah. Okay, then yes, I will say he had a he had a good run of being a really good artist. Because Sin City was crazy cool, crazy cool, crazy cool. Three hundred, I thought was he was starting to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that cover, I'll second that cover. That's oh. atrocious. Whew! That oh, is they're like, all atrocious. You see all the new ones? No, no. I I saw that He's one. He's got one of the thing. He's got one of Blade, and they all look like they're in the same I'm taking a dump pose. Oh, man. Even the thing. What a weird collection of characters. Yeah. So, anyway. So, so. so people just ripped me up, and um, <laughs> I just told them all that I love them. And Oh, that, that worked, eh? Yeah, I just played heel the whole way. And they, I love they you. Were and they went... They were, you know what? Hissing. Oh, I man. apologize for coming at you so hard. I I respect your opinion. That's that's how they respond. Yeah. Because that's there's one guy in particular. Oh. Mark Hazlitt. Oh. He's a great. screenwriter. Oh. Who wrote for a show that I actually enjoy called Haven. Not okay. Haven. Helix. Okay. Helix. Okay. It was yeah. a horror show. Really well done. Okay. He wrote for that show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he thinks it's COVID still and he's just at home, not going outside, but like he goes, he will never be as great as Ken Davitsky. So why did he ever try? In fact, everybody just quit whatever we do now. <laughs> we will never be good enough and certainly will never be as great as the incredible Ken Levitsky. God bless you, Ken. You're only trying to help. But wait, there's more. He couldn't fit it all in one tweet. So then he kept Which going. Is fair. God, why don't I pay for a blue? Check mark like the great Ken Levitsky. Well, I had a promo and I didn't pay for I was going to say, there's no way you paid. And I was like, okay, well, I want to see what it's like to edit my tweets and shit. But yeah, I had a blue check mark when this happened, so he's going off on that now. Because <laughs> I'm not sure I'm good enough. Frank Miller looks as it as it the same way. All the power to you and Elon, Ken. So then I said, I'm much love to you too, Mark. <laughs> um, and then I followed that by. Um, Quoting his post and saying, Mark loves me. Nice. So everybody could see that. Nice. And then... Uh, and he took that... Breath. Oh, yeah. Then I posted this, too, and it really pissed him off. <laughs> That's why you're saying Stan. Okay, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting up on your uh, your incel lingo. Yeah, nice. exactly. Nice. So um, nice. that was like 36 wild hours, and it was fun. I was a heel. I was a heel. Could be why we have no viewers right now. Could be. Could but, be. but fuck, it was fun. That's fucking funny. That's so and funny. And there's, there's no denying either. That cover's god-awful. 
all the people that wrote to me saying that's an amazing cover, you fuck, holy shit. Well, to be fair, uh, I know that Elon said he got rid of all the bots on Twitter, but yeah. no. 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 You, you can't go in there and then tout numbers and then look at those numbers and go, oh, most of these are bots. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got rid of all the bots, but really yeah. we didn't because, yeah. I, I Look, okay. I'll say this. Everything is subjective. Mm-hmm. Especially that. That's subjective. Absolutely. I love Sam Keith. A lot of people don't love that guy. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, I get it. But... There are some people that'll look at that and go, what the fuck is happening? Meanwhile, we're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. More of that, please. Indeed. Um, it is all subjective. But, like, the reactions are fucking funny. Oh, they're fucking hilarious. I had a great time. I mean... I, I do I will say at least I'm I, one guy told me he liked the new cover more than the one from eighty two. And I was like Oof. You're gonna tell me about art? Ooh. I mean uh, Again, subjective, but uh, it is it is actually um Frank Miller's got a lot of uh Twitter. Accounts. The best part that I think <laughs> of the, uh, out of all of this is that fucking Frank Miller gives no fucks. He gives no fucks. Because did he respond to you? No. No. He doesn't give a shit. He's like Brock Lesnar. He's getting a paycheck. That's right. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And also, I bet you he would tell you I'm not as good as an artist as I was back in the day mm-hmm. because I'm also much older now. Yes. You know? Like George Perez, for instance. Yeah. Okay? Before he passed away. He was awesome right to the end. He was awesome right to the end, but, but you can clearly, clearly see the difference between towards the end his oh, art yeah, yeah. versus even 10 years ago. I mean, he would never have attempted 400 characters in one panel like he did back then. No, exactly. Was a but even machine. it's like the 400 characters, mm-hmm. but then it's also the level of detail for all 400 yeah. characters. It's not that classic like outline with red and a couple dots for eyes. Blue, and then you just go uh, spider in the center. So you yeah. go, oh, that's Spider-Man. And it's got to be Spider-Man. No, these were like, like, fuck, he would etch every single fucking uh, chain mail thing on Captain America's suit. Yeah. So here, 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 all separate, none of that, like, squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. Yeah. Batch of blue, squiggle, 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 so that your brain goes, that's all chain mail. No, every single one. So this whole thing, you would see every, he would Everything. draw every little rivet, every little line, like every, like, fucking machine and besides him i don't think anyone but john cassidy has ever done i think you're right and cassidy cassidy actually made them look like they would move yeah like they looked they were the most realistic looking chainmail yeah. i've ever seen but uh fuck like <laughs> anyway okay well so so congratulations on being a heel thank you but i like that you you played like the bo dallas heel yeah, yeah or like yeah. the like I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. You're such a great guy. And then you do like the most heelish thing ever. Yeah. You know, if I could just be as good as you, and then you like smash somebody with a chair. <laughs> All you have to do is believe. Oh. Yeah. Good time. Kurt Angle. The Kurt Angle. Like. Yeah. The Kurt Angle. Yeah. The uh, yep. the intensity, the integrity. Yeah. And the uh, what the fuck was it? Intensity, integrity. What was Intel- the third option? Integrity. Fuck. Anyway. Well, that's gonna drive me nuts. Uh, not for long, because I'm gonna just. All right. If I can oh, get that shit. out of the way. 
I watched this funny clip that I forgot about. Remember when uh, Angle went through that phase after he got his head shaved where he was wearing the... the <laughs> he had the wrestling <laughs> helmet. Yeah, holding wait, it wait, on. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was backstage talking to Vince. <laughs> and like big evil taker standing there just staring at his fucking wig. <laughs> oh, that stuff's gold. Oh, man. Angle was so good. Oh... But, uh, yeah, it was intelligence. That's right. It was intelligence. Intensity, integrity, and intelligence. Hey! This uh, is on Reddit. This is actually kind of funny. Intensity. Literally all of Perk Angel. Or Percocets. <laughs> integrity. Valiantly saved the WWF from w WCW during the invasion. True. And then intelligence. He is a doctor of hugonomics. <laughs> Another part that was funny, that actually, and the reason I bring it up because they just mentioned it, was uh, when he was wearing the tiny cowboy hat. Oh, 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 oh my god! Even that was though it's like too. the worst version of heel <laughs> Austin, hat. the worst version of heel Austin, because it wasn't like he was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so it was just like, ugh, it was just a weird take on Stone Cold. But that tiny little that hat, tiny little cowboy, and hat. the little ukulele. Yep. Oh, that, that was so good. Priceless, priceless. But yeah, so Frank Miller, not as good as he used to be. But then again, I'm not as good as I used to be. No. And I mean, I'm actually better. <laughs> but I'll get to the point where I won't be yeah, as good. He's like wine. Well, right now, it's only because if like, you like wine, I uh, I've lost weight, right? So I'm I'm in the losing weight program. Right. I'm I'm cracking like I'm, now I'm like routinely cracking like fifteen thousand to two thousand twenty thousand steps a day. Nice. So I'm like I'm fucking moving. I'm making mm -hmm, some moves, mm -hmm, trying mm -hmm. to get the best possible shape. Like I'm in better shape now than I was six months ago. Hell, better shape than I was last week, and that's all that matters. Uh, better than I was yesterday, yep. and that's all I'm going to do. And keep moving forward. That's right. And occasionally farting in the couch. Not yet, but I'm. I might. It's brewing. It's brewing. I'll try not to. Oh, well, if I see you thin out even more during a thing, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, he's deflated. <laughs> yeah, and it's like mid sentence where all of a sudden I'm just like. And another thing about CM Punk, he's a bit of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fart? Yes, yes, I did. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, let's do this. Let's fucking start talking about. Well, one of the best. American versions of Japanese culture I've ever seen yes. in my entire life. Yes. And not and I don't like not just an American Americanized version of a popular Japanese. Yeah, this like, is completely like Death Note Netflix, yeah. which was garbage, by the way. I didn't mind it. Did you uh watch the original Death Note? Oh yeah, it's definitely better. Oh, I was gonna say okay. But I did not hate on it as much as a lot of people do. It, for me it was just like I looked at it like you sh like uh, the visual of what's his face, the demon. Yeah, uh, fuck. Was awesome. And Will Defoe killed that. And of course. Oh yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but like the climax of the film was the worst part. That's really what killed it for me. I really didn't like that. But mm. uh, but overall, it was one of those where I'm like, eh, I'd rather not have seen it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, unless you have anything else you'd like to add. For Pacific Rim? In general. In general? No, I got a couple of instant questions, but we'll, we'll hit it up between movies. Okay, so Pacific Rim, released in 2013. Happy 10 years. Directed 
written partially and partially produced by this guy by the name of Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, fuck. Just holy shit. Yeah. Even his bad movies are good. Oh, right? His bad movies are, are like, better than I, like, most... I'm even trying to figure out what, like... Because I haven't seen uh, Crimson Peak, and I heard that it wasn't that good. Oh, but I what I heard know. was, it's... It wasn't, like, as good for what it was, but it's still a really good Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. And I was just like, that's probably the... I mean, that's probably the only way people will say it's a bad movie. It's a Gotham romance with ghosts. Yeah. Pretty, pretty uh, screenplay was also written by Travis Beecham, yep. who was also... Uh, he that's he is the guy that came up with the story. Yeah. So uh, I don't normally do this, but I mentioned Guillermo del Toro. So the other producers are Thomas Tull, John Jashney, and Mary Parent. Okay. Right. The budget is estimated at 180 to 200 mil, but as always, ran it up 200 mil. Mm -hmm. They made 400 million, 411 actually, 411 million, which solid. Solid. I mean, throwing two hundred at an original property is crazy. Yeah, four hundred worldwide for an original property. That's really good. That is really good. You really know? good. Especially because, like I said, like we're talking about well, kaiju yep. and mecha, which is Japanese. Yeah, that's pure. <laughs> that's pure, almost pure Japanese. Period. End of sentence. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I mean, fuck. We're talking like. Special effects. We're talking oh, they're, they're story. Full. We're talking the cast. Speaking of the cast, let's do that. So we've got. He was on a huge upswing. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. As Raleigh 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 Beckett Raleigh. Uh, Idris Elba, mm. who Stacker. Yeah, Marshall Stacker Pentecost. Such an awesome name. One of the few times I've heard him use Such his actual awesome accent. Name. Yeah. Between that and Luther, I think, was the only times I've ever heard him speak in his own accent. And he drops so much awesome quotable lines in this movie. <laughs> Don't confuse my calm demeanor. <laughs> I know! I actually, well, I wish that I, I did more, like, just actually yeah. took his quotes out, because I was just like, oh One, don't ever touch me again. Two, <laughs> don't ever touch me again. Rinko Kikuchi as Mako Mori. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of our favorites, Charlie Day. Charlie Day! Charlie Day as oh, Charlie Day. Sorry, I mean, Dr. Newton, Newt Geisler. Yeah. But Charlie Day. Charlie Day. So I can Charlie Day. With sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He was cast literally on his performance in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's the episode where he comes out with the uh, the fucking rat killer and does the monologue about what it is to hunt rats in the basement. That's literally in Wikipedia. That's, <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, of course, we've got Chuck Buccino, who plays Newt as a child. Uh, literally, if it's a Guillermo uh, del Toro movie, then this guy, Ron Perlman, will be in it. He plays Hannibal Chow, a black marketeer. Mm -hmm. Makes a living dealing with kaiju-related projects. Products, I should say. Mostly just organs. Wear some sweet shoes. I know. I was like, fuck, man. I forgot how slick you looked. <laughs> he looks awesome in this movie. We've got Robert Kaczynski as Chuck Hansen, the Australian Jaeger pilot. Mm -hmm. Who uh, pilots it with his dad, Herc. Yep. 
Max Martini as Hercules Herc Hansen, the father. I love Max Martini, too. Yeah. Clifton Collins Jr. as Tendo Choi, or Koi. I can't remember. Technician of the Chinese and South American descent. Bern Gorman as yes. Dr. Herman Gottlieb. And, yeah, Bern Gorman. Oh, Gottlieb, yeah. God damn that name, Bern Gorman. Yeah. Fuck. Why not just have your real name in every movie? Because you always play like a weird dude anyway. He does. Except I think it was Dark Knight Rises where you just played like a yuppie gangster yeah, type yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't really have any power. Especially when Bane was around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I paid you to do this. Does that give you power over me? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you feel powerful? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Hardy. Uh, Diego Klatnoff as Yancey Beckett, Raleigh's older brother and co-pilot. Raleigh. And there's a whole trace of like the whole list of other people. Oh, it's a huge cast. Yeah, like, I'm if, good. If you really break it down, those are the main ones. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so basic plot of the movie is that there is a fucking rift in the dimensions between our world yep. and the world of the precursors. Uh, yep, in between and the tectonic plates at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. And it is in the Pacific Rim. That's the title. There it is. And, and the only way to combat these monsters is these giant mechs or Jaegers. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's it. You just have a group of people piloting these, yep. uh, these suits, uh, these giant robots, and uh, they're fighting these other giant, like, Crazy looking fucking monsters yep. and uh, hijink ensues. There's a lot of cool shit that goes into this. There's so much cool the shit. The fact that, that it, it's too powerful for one mind, that so they gotta have they have to drift. Exactly. Two pilots together. Exactly. One with the left hemisphere, one with the right, and yeah, like fuck, like that thought that process alone. Because cool. I've always been like, like. Uh, lone guys, like the like Gundam was okay. a lone guy. Yeah. Mobile Suit Gundam. By the way, if you guys haven't watched any of the Mobile Suit Gundams, they're all on Netflix. Watch them, because they're awesome. Fucking love them. Those are old animes, but mm -hmm. they're amazing. But yeah, one guy piloting the mecha, right? Neon Genesis Evangelion, it's all one pilot. All of the mechs are one pilot. Yep. Uh, Voltron and, like, those, the ones where they all come together to form, like, even, like, Power Rangers, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. engine. Yep. That's a little so bit different. One pilot, but then it's not. Because they join together. Yeah. But, the, to have like like you said the left hemisphere being controlled by one and like so you'd be left or you'd be the right and then yeah. I'd be the left yeah and then that's it I was like fuck that's insane that's absolutely insane and oh. it's all about who you can drift with the best yeah because then you have the most maximum results and then you can actually like kick some fucking ass hi mom hey oh I have to apologize happy belated Mother's Day I'm a piece of shit <sighs> Piece of poop. I said shit. Yeah, yeah, you did. She can give me the schmuck down later. She left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it's not while it lasted. But anyway, yeah, it was. But like, <laughs> even if you, uh, what I like, one of my favorite things about this movie is uh, the story itself. In between the battles, yeah. I honestly like I. I, I all loved the characters. it. I love that. A lot of people complain that, like, oh, there's no action, like, through the entire middle part of the movie. But you're you're learning about the mythology behind everything. 
You're seeing the skills and the fighting and everything that needs to go into this. Oh, yeah. You're getting to see the relationships between the pilots. You're getting uh, backstories which feature the kaiju. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like there's just no kaiju for half the movie. Like, they're there still. Yeah. Well, plus, like, we also have to, like, yeah, okay, we introduced Mako, like, very early in the movie. Yeah. But we have to now establish that this is going to be the person that takes the place of Raleigh's brother. Yeah. Right? But, I mean... I mean, I guess, I guess it's this probably the same issue that they had with Pacific Rim was the, what they had with Pacific Rim Uprising was that they were looking for just a dumb fucking monster smash movie. Yeah. And then when they got a movie that had an actual like thought provoking story to it, they went, "That's not what I wanted." Yeah. Ah, fuck. Literally, you've never seen a Guillermo del Toro movie before. Yeah. Or. Any of these giant monster movies. Yeah. Okay? Because, like, if you look at the original Godzilla, mm -hmm. it's not just Godzilla destroying. Holy shit. That's the whole... There's an actual, like, plot. Mm -hmm. Plus, there's the underlying message of that, because that was, like, a nuclear scare movie. Oh, yeah. That's what that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not just a regular monster squish, monster bad type movie. Monster smash. That's the one you're looking for. Smash. Squish is good too. Squish is good, yeah. They, squish. they do squish. They, they squish. do squish a lot. Monster yeah. squish. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I um, mean, like, I what I uh, there's so many things though. Like, I just I, I kind of rave about this. Like the way the mechs looked, mm -hmm. but the way the mechs looked in this one, I thought looked cooler than in the second one because hundred percent these mechs looked used. They and they also move like they're heavy. That's right. Like they, you know, like yeah. You feel like it, it's a heavy machine moving around in the water. You get a bit of that in the second one, but not as much. Not as no, they're way more agile and fast. And yeah, which ninja like. I, and, well, when we get to the Sifirim uprising, I'll, I'll tell you why. Like my theories on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously, there's been updates since, right? Oh yeah. But I but they looked like battle worn. You know, yeah. like. Uh, Gypsy wasn't like super bright blue that you can see from miles away, mm -hmm. but you could tell it was blue. I mean, these were the last four in the world. Yeah, they they've gone through some shit. Exactly. You know, exactly. Striker was the newest one, which looked the best. Exactly, and yeah. even then, looked a little beat up. Yeah, you know, but uh, but I like even juggling all the characters. Like some of the like um, what's his face? Raleigh was pretty much your standard typical hero. Yeah. Hero character. Then, of course, you had to have your typical, like, adversarial, like, well, I'm fucking better than you. Fuck yep. you, guy. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, you're actually not so bad. We're, well, yeah. I know. You're cool, I guess. Like a Maverick and Iceman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Maverick and Iceman. That's... We're going back to Top Gun days. You know, but, um, uh, I mean, fuck, like, I remember when I first watched this movie, and I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. There is well, I mean, within two minutes of the movie, it's crazy world building. Like the dialogue show, too. Yeah, the whole dialogue. I loved like, that everything that he says. I like, love that he opened by yeah. speaking and telling us about the story. Yeah. Instead of us reading it uh, like don't get me wrong, I'm a sucker for sci-fi movies. So when I see like text on screen, I'm like, Oh yeah, give me more. Yeah. Give me lore. That's what I need mm -hmm. to say. Lore, yes, lore, but but yeah, I loved that he opened speaking. And then after us. after that, we get right into Gypsy Danger versus fucking Knife Ed. 
Like, that is a crazy fucking fight, trying to bounce this fisherman boat around. And, awesome. Just incredible. Yeah. And then, incredible. And, and then they destroy also, Gypsy. But they're also <laughs> disobeying orders, too, because he's like, yeah. I don't want you to fucking do anything for just one fish boat. Yeah. And they both looked at each other like, you're right. Okay. Yeah, sure. We're totally going to fucking... And, yeah, you don't have to yeah, tell yeah. me. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, the sequences where he's, like, fighting it with one hand while he's holding the ship in the other... And then, oh, man, and that's even before the fucking opening credits. Yeah, exactly. Like, it hasn't even said Pacific Rim yet, and you're getting all this. Like, oh, oh Like, you got minutes, thrown into this movie. 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes of the movie, and you were just like, I think it was either sink or swim. You either liked it within the first 20, yeah. or you were you were out. Yeah. And that was it, you know? And uh, I was in. I was in with the first five seconds of that fucking movie. And then you get that rocking score that uh, uh, Raymond Jawadi and uh, Tom Morello. Of course. Yeah. I yeah. holy fuck the music in this movie is amazing. Oh, speaking of Tom Morello, did you know that he's a bleeding heart liberal? No, I didn't. Yeah. Apparently Republicans didn't know that Rage Mc uh, Rage Against the Machine yeah. sung about everything that sung against everything that the Republican Party stood for. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought, yeah, they were all <laughs> pro Republican. I thought they were yeah. They were yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. You know, considering Tom Morello's like based, he's biracial. Yeah, his mom's like black, and she mom. was a single mom. Black. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. not bearing shades. Yeah, like you wouldn't be. You wouldn't no, go. They're, they're, oh, she Portuguese. You, know, you get your brown. You get your black, and then you get that's your right. black. That's right. Yeah, black. You make it sound really racist. Anyway, <laughs> tangent aside. I made it sound really racist by saying it that way. Either yeah. way, Tom Morello, whatever your skin color is, you're awesome. <laughs> you're fucking amazing. You're an <laughs> this, amazing. This music fucking rocks. You're an amazing human being. You are. And the world is better because you're in it. Absolutely. Not just because of your music, but mostly. That helps, though. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> That's how I know you. I know you because yeah. of your music, and I'm like, I'm a better man for it. But, uh, oh, yeah, no, the score's incredible. The uh, special effects... Honestly, I would have liked to have seen more of the neon scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, but still, everything we got was great. Like when they're in Hong Kong and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit looked good. Every time, every time it looks every, when they do shit like that when it's mechs and it's like Tokyo and like just neon bright lights, it just looks incredible. Yeah, and the special effects for both movies, I gotta say, is held up really well. Like we're not too far, like we're only ten years removed from Pacific. Oh, Rim. I mean, this is crazy. And like eight years removed from Uprising, I was surprised how quickly Uprising came out. That's five years after. Well, it was actually oh yeah, yeah, 2018, 2018. Yeah, it, so it would have years. came sooner. Like it was supposed to be Pacific Rim Maelstrom. Ooh, that's a better. better yeah, name. and Guillermo del Toro was writing directing it. But and... what, like, what was different about his pitch that they were like, nah? Well, it was darker. A lot of the original cast was coming back. Oh fuck, fuck that, eh? Huh. Yeah, I know. God damn it, the original cast. I mean, the first movie did better at the box office for sure a reason, but... Yeah. It's okay. He still produced it. Yeah, but producing is... Oh, it just a, it, They just put his name on it's it. It's a bummer. So that they could go, produced by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, it's going to be just as good. Oh, written, wait a minute. Producers written, do written And directed nothing. by Steven Destinite or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Steven Destinite. Uh, he also he did the first season of Daredevil, but we don't really want to talk about it. Uh, did a couple more TV shows. This was his first movie. Don't know how he got it. But I don't. Did he direct every episode in season one? I don't think he did. No, no. most people don't. Couple. 
He usually do the first couple. Maybe, I think he did the first the two, and he, I think he did the finale. Yeah. And he was part of the writers, but he wasn't yeah. the writer. Not the writer. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so the cast, first of all, we'll start there. The cast. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Great cast. Great cast. Great chemistry across the board. Um, it was one of those where I was like, like I was saying, like, because Hunem was uh, becoming a bigger name here. Yeah, because, well, he was still in the middle of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Got this movie. And then, uh, and now his career is what it is, where it's just, he's, he's well, there. He's, he's doing a lot of drama and, like, indie stuff. Which is fine. I'm not, I'm fine. not knocking him. I'm not saying he has to be a, a decent star. actor in, like, small stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he was kicking ass in this, though. Everyone was. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh, Make a Mori, though. Oh. Rinko Kanichu. 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 Um, Speaking of being racist. She's freaking incredible. Rinko Kikuchi. Fucking white guys, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, like, Charlie Hunnam is is awesome. He's He plays the uh, prototypical hero perfectly. Yeah. Idris Elba is, like, on another level, as always. Oh, he's incredible in this. Like, Everything he does in this uh, is incredible. Everything. Like um, But then again, I'm trying to think like when has he ever not been good? Oh, he's always good. You know, like he was so good that I like Idris Elba, but I hate Charles Minor in the mm -hmm. office. Mm -hmm. Like I fucking mm -hmm. hate Charles Minor. But he does a good job of playing like that cool boss, but yeah. also a total suck up. Like when uh his boss is around. Yeah, yeah. Like, You're like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. But that's that's just good. Yeah, like everything like, he says in this though. Is, oh, oh man, like I said, I like how, how do you know we're drift compatible? I bring nothing into the drift. That's right. I don't bring a rank. I bring nothing with me. You're like, and for you, I figured you out day one. You're what? What do you say? Something I can't remember. But <laughs> yeah, I like a daddy's boy, or <laughs> I I remember thinking to myself like, if I was. If I was a character in that movie, and I had known him for a long time, every time he spoke, I'd probably be doing a lot of this, like, yeah, yeah, I know. You don't bring anything in the race. You're the, the greatest. You're the man. You're so good. Holy oh. fuck. Did you change your name? Yeah. To Marshall Pentecost? <laughs> Stacker. Stacker Pentecost. But, uh, yeah. And then, of course, while well, we, we talked about Rinko, Rinko is great. Like, yeah. so great. And also... One of like the three people that went to the second movie, yeah, <laughs> which blew me actually blew me away because like I was like, man, they did a good job of making this actress look a little bit older, and then I was like, oh shit, that's her, that's yeah. actually her, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, Charlie Day is Charlie Day. Yep, he's fantastic in it. Absolutely fantastic. The whole stuff, the whole thing in Hong Kong, and. He's no, actually got a really huge uh, role in this. Oh, huge! Like, I, did, I forgot lot. it was this. He big. does a lot. I was I forgot it was. This, I remembered that he uh, spoiler drifted with the actual kaiju, yeah, brain, the piece of the brain, uh, and and but I completely forgot that he went back with his buddy because they could drift together mm -hmm. and to make it easier on them. I was like, holy shit! Like, but yeah, fuck man. Uh, I was surprised it only earned one hundred and fourteen in China though. But that it was still their largest market. Yeah. But China's weird. China is weird. But overall, uh, uh, like I, I mentioned the special effects, fucking incredible. Like, oh, yeah. absolutely fucking incredible. 
The monsters in this were so fucking cool looking. The, the way the lights, like the monsters got that glow to the them. Textures. And they reflect off the water and their blood is that bright blue. Everything in this movie looks so fucking good. Everything, it also, everything looked like it, there there was a purpose. Yeah. There was a purpose behind everything. Like, obviously, most of the purpose was from a visual standpoint. Because, mm -hmm. like, you have to juxtapos juxtapose the colors of the Jaegers as well as the inside of the Jaegers because we have to constantly go in to look at the people yeah. emoting, right? And then you have to look at the scenery of the, the actual background. The actual kaiju themselves. Yep. And finally, when they were fighting in the water, it looked incredible. When they were fighting in Hong Kong, it looked incredible. Mm -hmm. When they were fighting on like the edge of the fucking rim, the actual Pacific Rim itself, yeah. where they, they were going to destroy the, friggin the, ocean. the fucking <laughs> rift and the lava and everything. I was like, oh, fucking shit like everything about this movie looked oh. fucking incredible and while it did spawn a franchise it didn't spawn it the way i thought it should have you know and what yeah, i got a sequel and yeah i got a cartoon show but it was you know what happened is this is legendary right yeah and the year after this they did godzilla and i think godzilla and kong pulled a lot away from pacific Rim. right that's right yeah 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 we would have got i think a lot more pacific Rim. Though the animated series on Netflix is incredible. It's always been one of those black, ones where I'm like, should I watch it? The Black is so fucking good. Is, I right? honestly wish that's a sequel we would have got. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. really good. I've watched okay. it four times. Wow. Yeah. So that's why you haven't watched any of those shows I keep recommending. Right. I keep, keep watching Pacific Rim the Black. Hey, I'm not going to make yeah. fun of you. I repeat shows all the time, so I'm not going to make fun of you. I was uh, your eighth viewing of Daredevil. Well, the last two episodes, I'm not done yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man. Uh, what else? What else do we got? Score. Score was incredible. Yep. It's just score is it, good. It was um, what two hours and fucking the, ten minutes. I, I'm just like the world building blows me away. I know Travis Beecham had a lot to do with it, but I know Guillermo also had a crazy amount to do with it. Two hours and twelve minutes, and uh, it was perfect. The perfect classes, the classes, the kaiju. Yeah, perfect time. And yeah, the classes of the kaiju. I love it. it's like class three was kicking ass, and, and then it gets class four. There's two class fours. You're like, holy fuck! Yeah, and then, you and get then the they class five hammering. at the end. Oh they my start god! Hammering. And then like, but even uh, when uh, Newt, Newt, and the Doctor figure out that the precursors, uh, this was all just part of the game. They were they, mm -hmm. they send out class one. Yep. Oh, that doesn't work. Class two. That yep. doesn't work. Class three. Yep. That doesn't work. Class four. Class five. We'll just keep doing it. And mm -hmm. the whole time, like, he's like, yeah, we just terraformed the Earth for them. Yeah. They just waited us out until it was perfect for them. And then they're like, okay, fine. And then we just keep coming. And yeah, that was cool, too. The, it, this is their second time here. The first time was the dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, exactly. What? And then we just, we colonized. Like, we, we yeah. terraformed the Earth for them. Yeah. And now they're ready. And they're and they're not going to stop. They're just going to keep throwing it until, until we have to close the rift. And you're like, <laughs> like fuck. I fucking love this movie. Oh, and then man. you have class five as oh, oh yeah, slattered. Oh. Holy shit! I love the names too. Mm -hmm. I remember them all. Leatherback, Otachi. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Trespasser. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Trespasser. Yeah, yeah. They are oh. great names though. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, like holy shit, holy shit. And then I like uh, I like how they they make you think that they're gonna tease the heroic sacrifice mm -hmm. for Hanum's character. Yep. 
but they show they actually show his pod sh- going afterwards, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, walking right, sweet yeah, deal, sweet deal, and then they kiss, and then they right. kiss, and then yeah. he disappears for the second movie. That's right. Well, ten years pass, right? So yeah. must be building walls again. Uh, I wish they would have actually said. <laughs> I wish a lot of... Uh, well, we'll touch on Uprising. I can tell you right now, you like it more than I do. I do. I do like it more than mm-hmm. you. I can tell that right now. Mm-hmm. Based on that comment that you just said. Yeah. Yeah, there's I, a look, lot of problems. I'll tell you right now. Actually, no, I won't tell you right now. I'll tell you in a bit. In three <laughs> or four minutes. <laughs> Unless you have anything else you want to say. No. Pacific Rim is easily one of my favorite movies. I mean, if you look up there, I got like 100 copies of it. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I remember I, it got to a point where I was like, did you get another Pacific Rim movie? You got Rim a movie? problem. And you were like, like, well, yeah, but this one's like the Japanese version. Yeah. Like, how much different is it? I don't know. I haven't even opened it. Doesn't even like, matter. Okay. Doesn't even matter. Okay. All right. You yeah. Know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I got it from uh, High Def Ninja, you know, through that thing. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm not your wife. Yeah. I stopped asking questions. Whatever. I, oh, man. I get it. You got into it. That's fine. Yeah. I'll do a video and show my, my Pacific Rim collection. But though I have to say though, you are the one of the guys that I know that is like you're the guy that is the most into kaiju, which is funny because I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Like even growing up with you, my, almost my entire life, like pretty much my entire life, I never would have been like, oh yeah, giant monster movies. That's that's Kenneth's bag. That's that's it. Now, like obviously, I say that now. I, I have like, a, a selection though. Like I mean, I can't do. You're not the, slutty about it. I can't. Yeah, I can't what? do the goofy Godzilla movies. I can't do them. No. The dark ones, 1954's Masterpiece, Shin Godzilla was amazing. Shin Godzilla, there's holy few, there's shit. There's a few in there that are really fucking good. But, I mean, Godzilla tail sliding and doing dances with fucking Robot Man, I can't do that shit. So, yeah, I, no, I agree. Some yeah. of the, what, like, once it got really commercial, yeah. Where you're like, oh, okay. Like, Shin Godzilla is so good because it's like, oh, it's fucking incredible. We got to do a campcast. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, we no, we'll do. do actually, we'll definitely do shit. I think what we should do is we should do a campcast for the entire Shin universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shin Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, Shin Ultraman, and then Shin uh, Kamen Rider. Is that out yet? Uh, I, I think it just came out this year. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. Yeah. So, just because like, it's all like it's it's part of the Shin universe, but I don't think they're linked in any way, Which shape, is or weird. form. So it's very interesting. That's not linked. Um, but yeah, like I, I was because uh, I grew up with like the 1954 Godzilla. Like, yep. That was one of the first Godzilla. That was the first Godzilla movie I, I saw, and I remember I was like ten, maybe nine or ten when I seen it. So it was, of course, like I, I knew about it mm-hmm. and all this, and I remember thinking like, "Whoa, no, that's not true." I watched one of the uh, colored, more cartoony versions. So I think it was okay. Son of Godzilla. That's okay. Right. I saw Son of Godzilla. Yeah, first. that was a big one. That was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then when I watched the original, I remember just being like, like not prepared for it mm-hmm. because it was just like monster movie smash, right? Yeah. Whereas this one, you're like, it's a monster movie and he's like Godzilla smashes, but there's a lot more to this. So there's then when I rewatched it. it as an older kid, I was like. Uh, this is the shit you're missing here. Yeah, I, so, I watched King of the Monsters first, the American version of the 1954 movie. Okay, where they took like an American actor and just shoved him into. Oh movie, yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know, yeah, that's how you do it. the story around him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched that first, and I I loved it. And then I watched the original, and I was fuck. I I don't think I've watched the American version 
since I saw the 1954 Japanese. Well, why would you, right? Because that is fucking. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, King Kong. King Kong. I Nin- watched 1933 Kong. Yeah. I watched this 1976 one with Kurt Russell. Uh, or no, Jeff Bridges. Jeff, Jeff Bridges. That's right. Jessica Lang. Yeah. I watched that one first. Yep. And uh, and I and I liked it. I remember liking it. Uh, but then when I was older and I watched the 1933 one, I remember just being like, like it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good, but the special effects are really what was like sold it for me. Yeah. Because I was like, let's well, stop motion, right? I've always loved giant monsters like Clash of the Titans. I watched with my dad. And I love the Kraken, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's Jaws. You know, well, Jaws, Jaws yeah. and then Kong, Jurassic Park, Kong thirty three in the seventies, and Jurassic Park. Yeah. So like, yeah, a lot of my love came from that, and that, and then like, it's just been nonstop since like two thousand ten. We've been getting awesome. We get really good though. We get like, spoiled, but some because some of the shit's really yeah. really good. Cloverfield. Cloverfield, Troll was Hunter, so crazy. You know Troll all the Kong, all the Kongs and Troll. Godzillas. Yeah, the Kongs and Godzillas in recent memory have yeah. just been fucking killing it. That new movie Troll that came out uh, on Netflix, I think last year or still haven't seen it yet. Year. That's on That's list, incredible. Though. That's on my that list. That is so good. Yeah, there's so many great giant monster movies out there. But yeah, Pacific Rim though, like, oh, this just. Oh. I loved Guillermo del Toro with Blade Two, and then so on and so on. But this was me well, going like, you know what "Oh, it, this guy!" Uh, Guillermo del Toro, like I, I knew like he had done Blade Two, and, and like everyone was like, "That's a big deal! Yeah, That's yeah. a big deal!" Uh, and then of course when he did Hellboy, and I was like, when he, I found out he was doing Hellboy because of Blade Two, I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, this is gonna be good." And then of course Hellboy Two, The Golden Army, you're just like. Holy Hallelujah. shit! Holy shit! Like I, I'm, I, and that was at a point where I was like comic book purist. I was like, you're gonna, because I was like, seeds. Uh, the first Hellboy, I was like, yeah, you know, it's really, really good. But then when they start changing it a bit, you know, like I get what they do, but I wish they would have done it more comic booky. Then the sequel, it's just Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy, yeah, doing his own thing, and I, and I was like, fuck, man, this is this is crazy. Yeah, the fairy. Very market, yep. all of that, and then uh, I think so far, like Crimson Peak is the only one I haven't seen of his. Shape of Water was incredible. Shape of Water is incredible. Weirdly uh, incredible, I should say. Rush <laughs> Nightmare Alley. Yet? Nope. Okay, that's two. That's two. What I, else? I still haven't seen Nightmare Alley. I think that's the only one. Okay. Um. Because yeah, because. Uh, well, Chrono, obviously. Oh, his Pinocchio. Did you watch that yet? Yes. Wait, did I? His animated Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. No, I on did. Netflix. Yes. Yeah. yeah, then it just came out. Yeah, it just yeah, came out. I watched it. Yeah. I thought it was. I actually really liked it. Yeah, it was, it was really. It was good. fucking crazy with yeah. the occupation, like the, yeah. the the World War Two in Italy, no less. And I was just like, holy shit! Yeah. The stuff they touched upon, but yeah, they uh, like the changes they did, like with the Geppetto. I was like, oh, this. is Fuck! But I was like, of course they're gonna go the the sun dying. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, but the animation was crazy. Really cool animation. Yeah. Really, really cool. Not one of my favorite versions of Pinocchio. Like no, I like, but you know what? I've never really been a huge Pinocchio fan to begin with. I like the movie. Uh, I don't know that I would watch it again anytime soon, though. I I, I feel like it's a one. I think film. at you know as good as it is, it's at the bottom of my Guillermo del Toro list. Just because the rest have so much more replayability. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd rather watch um, 
Kronos and Devil's Advocate again. And I Wait, love you did Devil's Advocate? Well, not Advocate. I was going to say. No, we didn't do Advocate. Devil's no. Backbone. Devil's Backbone. Oh, so Devil's Backbone I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No, I haven't. Ooh. Okay. Okay. It's that good. Cool. It was so good I made a weird sound. <laughs> well, it happens. It happens. <laughs> All right. Well, That's Pacific um, Rim. Pacific Rim is a five Chris is out of five movie for me. Same for me. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And 100%. I will continue to rewatch it for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Me Let's too. Let's do those Insta questions. questions. I think I keep singing uh, where you ask and we answer. I only got four this week. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but, you know, they're decent. This Let's one, do two now and then two later. Sure. Okay. Do you want a Pacific Rim 3? Let's keep that one to the end. <laughs> Let's keep that one to the end. Yeah. Recommend okay. five TV shows. Oh. Now okay. they don't say whether it's new shows or just shows of all time. Uh I'll do I'll do five right now. I'll do uh Severance. Okay. Uh Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh I'm gonna also say uh I'll do Archer. I'll recommend Archer all day long. That's a great show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, because it's uh, pretty much on the. It's getting canceled. It'll be done after this season anyway. So Big Mouth on Netflix. Yep. Um, and then finally, I will also recommend one of the shows that I haven't recommended a million times, which is why I'm not saying Daredevil, even though that would be one of them. Uh, I would say uh, Shameless. I've uh, been watching Shameless. Oh, Lisa yeah. With Great Michelle show. Lately. Great and show. I haven't watched it it's from the, the beginning. It's the best show about the worst people ever made. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually the reason why I started to look at watching Breaking Bad because I was like, I'm watching this show about these, like, they're almost all terrible people. Oh, horrible. And I mean, like, okay, like, I get it. They were raised the worst, but, like, even some of the better ones of the group yeah. are still just like, but you're a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're also talking about trauma, undealt with trauma, mm. mental health, yep. addiction. So there's all these other prevailing things. So, like, that's the show that made me go, maybe I can, maybe I can watch Breaking Bad and just yeah. see. Because the portrayal, like, the, the acting is incredible. All of them. So good. All of them. Also, William H. Macy is fucking shredded. Yeah. Like, we talk about J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons got in fucking hell, hell of great shape, but I think he might have also been doing some steroids too. Yeah, he probably touched on them a little. And I'm not knocking, mm -hmm. but he just he just has the look that he might. Whereas with H, William H. Macy, I was like, what the fuck? He, like I was like, he's got arms. Yeah. And of course, you see him almost completely naked, and you're like, no, he's actually got muscles everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then, like a couple of years ago, there's a video of him crushing a rope climb. Really? Without using his legs. It's just literally just... Holy shit. And I think shit. at the time, because he's he's in his late 70s now. Yeah, he's got to be... He, he's he was like, there. I think 71, 72 when he did the rope pull. Google it. The video's there. Holy shit. Like, And it's not like he takes 10 minutes to do it. He's... Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> And I'm looking at you. I'm looking at him going like, I'm fucking 30 years you younger than you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, and he basically just says, uh, you know, uh, yoga, mm -hmm. CrossFit, and whatever my wife's trainer tells me to do because it worked for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we, we're talking about like fucking Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm like, 
Oh, Google what William H. Macy works yeah, out what's for. What's he doing? What's he, how, what's he eating, too? Yeah. So, Good for him. So there's my five. What's your five? Uh, five for me. Uh, um, Yellow Jackets is excellent. I've been watching that. I've heard nothing but good things. Actually, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. Raised by Wolves is fantastic. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to watch that. Especially the first season. I wanted to watch that. Yeah. That looks really good. That's really good. Um, What else? What else? Uh, Come on. Mythic Quest. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Love yeah, Mythic yeah. Quest. Yeah, that's been on my list for a while now. I'm trying to think of other shows, like, because I would definitely say that last one. 100%. I was going to say, like, don't say the same shows as me. Barry. Barry. Oh, Barry is on my list. Barry's, Barry's a great show. That, that is fucking awesome. Great. I literally was like, so, Gross Point Blank, but starring J uh, Bill Hader? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah. So good. But then it's like, oh, it's, uh, he becomes an actor. That's right. Yeah. 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 He's a hitman. He's an he wants to class. become an actor. Yeah. And I was like, man, fuck this. It's is so funny. good. He's, this is crazy. He's learning acting from the Fonz. That's fucking even better. Oh, it's great. It's okay. a great show. All right, so that's that's four. Okay, that's four. My last show. Um, what have I been watching? Oh, I've been watching. Um, trying to think of the ones that people wouldn't watch. So I love Stranger Things. But everybody watches that besides you. I, I was, I was going <laughs> to say, I, for some reason, I just stopped after season two, and I was like, yeah, and that's, that's that. That's it for me, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. Because, like, I, I was all in. Yeah. First two seasons, I was like, Bush! I don't know. I think it was just, life just kind of hit me, and I was just not really yeah. going to watch it. Yeah, and by the time it. I got around to it, now it's like fucking season five. And I was like. <laughs> and they're so good. I was like, oh, so shit. Harley, anyway. Harley Quinn. The animated okay. Harley yeah. Quinn series. Okay. All right. Fucking there hilarious. We there we go. Okay. So funny. Uh, yeah. Clayface is so funny. <laughs> all right. Um, favorite comic artist. We did something on this a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, we did. Where we did like our top five. Top five. I mean, I'm sure my list has changed since then because there's a lot of really good artists out there now. Uh, yeah, because on my list was not Bruno Redondo. Yeah, see, you got now. a few on there that like that you would have never had before. He's just oh fuck. He stands head and shoulders above so many right now. Yeah, like I look at that book and I go. I'm so glad you're on this book. Like yeah. even their fill-in artists are really good, uh, but and they like have a similar style, so it's mm -hmm. not like completely jarring when he's not on the book. But if they started this run without him, I would still be in because I'm loving Tom Taylor's work on this. This is like, like I said, I feel like they're baking in uh, the everything that they want to have. Other writers write Dick Grayson as they're baking yeah. that into his story for at least the next twenty years. I'm saying at least that's the goal. Yeah, but no, uh, he's such a I'd great artist. Still be in, but I'm so glad. But I mean, like I would touch on like fucking uh, Dan Mora. Of course, Dan Mora's another. Yeah, because he wasn't yeah, on my list either. Yeah, yeah. he's like uh, right up there on my list. Serge Acuna, who's been doing some Nightwing yep. covers. Serge Acuna on there That's as well. Artist um, uh, Chris Samney is another one that I Chris wasn't Samney. on my list, yeah. but he's on my list because he's Chris just Samney is so really good. great. Um, fuck, that, I actually saw him do. I just before I, I came here, there was a quick picture where he drew Superman, and I was like, "Fucking Mark Wade and Samney on Superman." Yeah, um, just why not sign it up. Do it. it up. That'd be a great team for Superman. 
Fuck. And then shit. and write him in like even just do like like right from the beginning, like just set it in like the nineteen yep. thirties. Like your idea for a Superman movie, but yep. set it right in the nineteen thirties. That'd be wicked. And uh like fuck it, do it black and white. Hundred percent. Fuck it. Although do, I think do, they should do, do Elseworlds, whatever, yeah. 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 Danny, fantastic artist. Um, she is uh she does a lot of indie books, but she does tons of variant covers. So um her work is incredible. Okay. I'm um, not familiar with her work. Yeah. It's um what has she done? Wait. She, she did an image book called uh Coffin Bound, which is really great. Um, but she's done tons and tons of variant covers. Okay, so Coffin Bound. I'm also a big fan of New School Frank Miller. <laughs> well, I mean I mean how could you not be? How could you how could you not be? Really? I mean, damn, Frank Miller. Uh, yeah, there's so many. And then, yeah, check out our other list. Nicola Scott, she wasn't on my yeah, list, but it, she's on yes, my list now. Yes, incredible art. She's so good. Um, uh, the art, uh, the artist that's coming up for uh, Titans, the world's finest Titans, Emanuela, I can't remember her name. Yep. She's crazy. Yeah, you're right. Jan Bartel, Fiona Staples. Oh, that Danny. Oh, yeah. Her wow. art's fucking good. It's so funny that we're shit talking like Frank Miller, but this is like reminds me of Frank Miller. Just cleaner. Not necessarily. Like this picture that I'm looking at right here. Yep. That's I wouldn't say that's I yeah, no, I don't have Frank Miller from that. Hmm? That looks more Jay Lee to me. That image. Oh yeah, yeah. It does yeah. it does look kinda kinda but even just the way she's doing like like that's fucking that's crazy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> She did this gorgeous variant cover for, uh, oh, what the fuck's it called? It's a brand new image book. But the cover is just incredible. Tony Daniel, he's killing it on uh, Noctera with Scott Snyder. Holy crap. Well, I'll throw Marcelo Costa in there too. Radiant Black, fucking good shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say he's a favorite of mine yet, but he's killing it on that book. Uh, he's getting there though. He's, he's getting consistently there. He's getting there for good, sure. Though. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of favorite favorite artists right now for me, I would say it would have to be a fucking close tie with Bruno Redondo and Dan Morrow. Those two, I'm just like. Yeah, I think Dan Morrow is definitely in my top five now. Oh yeah, he's in my top five. Because I actually bought the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer relaunch because he did the art on the first five issues, and then when he left. I went another five issues and I quit reading it. I read Shazam number one simply because it was Mark Wade and Dan Mora. Yeah. Like literally. And I would the guy's insane though. His he's doing two like ongoings a month. Yeah. Plus, plus variant covers galore. Oh yeah. Like, I, workhorse. I, I was gonna check out Shazam regardless because I, I love Mark Wade. Like he's yeah. one of my all time favorite writers. So I was gonna check that out regardless. But uh knowing that it was Dan Mora art, I was like, well. I mean, fuck, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, look forward to my review on that one. And as always, I'll do one short, spoiler-free one. Yep. One a little bit longer with spoilers and possibly mm -hmm. swears. Mm -hmm. Actually, there'll probably be swears in both. But regardless, that's coming up very, very soon. Check his spoiler-filled review of Titans number one that went live today. That's right. That's right. That's right. Great and, review. Uh, Great yeah. review. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I, my favorite is still Bill Sinkovich. 
I love Bill Sinkovich. Oh, I, if we're talking all time, all time favorite artist, it's I, I, it's, I mean, five. I don't know. Gerard, Gerardo Zeffino is up there now for me. I love that guy's fucking art. If I ever get tried on to become a comic, that guy's definitely going to do the covers for it. We're I'll saying pay all him time, whatever he wants. All time favorite artist, it would probably it would be uh, well, it'd be George Perez. It'd be George Perez, all time favorite. I think no one tops him. Yeah, Perez. Man, that guy. Yeah, like he's a hell of a talent. Like just incredible, incredible, and I love like I'm like I, I love Eric Larson's art. Mm -hmm. I, I, he was one of my he's still one of my favorite artists. Oh, I could go on. Mark Bagley, like you know, like, we can do this all day. Look, John Romita Jr. in his prime was like in his prime. A lot of guys in their prime. Chris Bocolo in his prime. Depending on the book, I found depends on the book. Like I love his Gen X stuff. His Gen X stuff later was on he just got so his Spider Man stuff. Started off good and then it got crazy weird. That nonstop Spider Man, nonstop Spider Man was actually pretty good. That looked pretty good. That looked good. a little more old school. Chris it, it was, it was a little bit more old school, that which is probably why I liked it yeah. so much. Um, but yeah, no, we could do this all day, all day. Oh, okay. John Byrne, yeah, John Byrne, even John Romita Sr. Mm -hmm. I was also, I'm, I'm a Salva Schema guy, senior. yeah, spectacular Spider Man. Yep, I loved yep. Salva Schema's uh, Spider Man. I loved, uh, all the characters that he drew. Like, I was a huge fan of his art. Plus, I loved that book. I had a mm -hmm. chunk of that one. Mike Mantell. Mike did, Mantell. Did Darkhawk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Loved his work. Nick Aparo, old Batman artist. Yeah. Nick Aparo was so good. He was, like, definitive for me for a long time just because the couple of books that I had were mm -hmm. drawn by him. The Kubert Brothers. Kubert Brothers, yeah. Fuck. The Kubert Trio, because even Joe Kubert. Joe Kubert was... He was good, but he was... He was he was he good. was good, but his style was seventies, eighties. Yeah, he was good, but Andy and Adam, and They're, they were so different too. In I style. know they were so different, and both were so amazing. But you could both see their dad in them too. Yeah, that's the exactly. funniest part. You could definitely pick up Joe in yeah. both of their art, and Emma Kubert's doing incredible too. She's uh, Andy's daughter, right? Yeah, no, I've seen is, any of her. Her art. stuff is killing. She did, did the whole uh, Radiant Pink miniseries. Oh, then yes, that's incredible. Yeah, that's, that's her artwork. Fucking crazy yeah. good. Jeez! Wow! Yeah! Wow! Yeah! Holy shit! So Oof. yeah, there's a lot of great artists out there. Oh yeah, lots and lots, lots and lots and lots, lots and lots, lots and lots. But yeah, like uh, yeah, if we're talking all time, it's George Perez. He, which he didn't, he wasn't the top of my list when we did ours a couple of years ago. But it's one of those where, like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, you just you can't look away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing like clean, super clean. I was really disappointed to find out that Dale Keown is a comicscape piece of shit. Yeah, Chuck Dixon is Chuck, another one too. Is he another one? He's a, he's a he's straight up MAGA. Fucking Dale Keown did like this drunk fucking live stream, hammered out of his mind, just going off on things. Well, and I was like, oh no, why did I watch? This? The only thing I can say <laughs> is everyone's entitled. To their viewpoints of the world, they are opinions and things they like are. that. The problem is, is they say don't meet your heroes mm -hmm. because then you find In out that your cases, hero is a, a normal human being, and so you're a normal human being, and they get they buy into whatever. Because on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I'm not trying to, I'm trying to be devil's advocate, but the opposite end of the spectrum is they would look at us and go. 
fucking liberal, blind sheep, blah, 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 yeah. vaccine warriors, mm -hmm. fuck you, you know, and then it's, but it's just like, at least I'm not trying to vote for a fascist prick. I, I mean, I, some of the stuff they say, I'm like, okay, I don't agree with it, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you miss the 90s and the 80s. Clearly, you miss the, you could still make those comics without fucking being a dickhead about it. Yeah, the, the, they, that side seems, they're the ones that always talk about cancel culture. They talk yeah. about cancel culture all the time. Yeah. But they're also the first to want to cancel people right? that will do anything that they don't agree yeah. with. They're the first to say, well, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Mm. But then as soon as they're watching a TV show that they don't like, then they're like, no, you fucking change it for what I want. And mm. it's like, yeah, what? What? What do you want? Like, they're the same group. They literally, this is what it was. We're like, they, they had the, the, the mom and pop uh, baking shop, right? Yeah. And they, there was a, an order for a cup. They, they wanted to make a cake. They, they had gay stuff on this cake. And they refused to make it. And that group of people went, hey, it's, that business is in t total right to serve whoever they want. And that's it. They don't want to save serve a cake for a bunch of fucking faggots, that's their choice. And I was like, well, I hate the way you put it, but yes, it's true. Yeah. They can sell to whoever, they can do with, it, with the yeah. business with whomever. That's yeah. fine. Okay, fine. But don't turn around and go, well, boycott Bud Light because they got a fucking trans person as a spokesperson for like one fucking TV clip, 30-second ad. Yeah. Now you got a boy. Like, just don't drink the beer. Don't drink the beer. And also, it's Bud Light. You shouldn't be drinking that shit anyway. It's fucking... It's <laughs> weak piss... Like, swills. You know? I know, like, we're Canadian, so our taste in beer is obviously yeah. better. But, like... I mean, fuck, I would take Bud Budweiser. Like, just... Not Bud Light, but Budweiser. I don't like Budweiser. Mm -hmm. And I would drink mm -hmm. that over Bud Light. Mm -hmm. Fucking piss? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so... So, yeah. But getting back to Dale Keown, it is... But I did the same with Chuck Dixon. Chuck Dixon wrote Nightwing. Yes. And he wrote Tim Drake. And he, yeah. like, those are both two runs that right. I like... because he was pissed off about Tim Drake, right? What do you mean? Didn't he go off about, uh... Oh, he was, uh... About... He was already starting MAGA before Tim Drake was bisexual. Oh, was he? Tim okay. was bisexual. Okay. But that didn't help. No, that wouldn't have helped. No, he actually, like, he he wrote, like, full-on MAGA comic books. Like, there's a, a MAGA comic company. Really? It's not MAGA specifically, but it's it's a comic publisher that does books like that. And they're like... I think I heard of that publisher. You probably hmm. did. Yeah. And uh, it's there, there's probably a few now. So I think I was like, oh, their books look cool. And then I found out what they were about. I was like, eee. Yeah, then like then you and go which, and like like just don't fucking talk about that shit. I would have checked your books out. Your books looked cool. I would have checked your books out. And then after about two issues or so, you'd have been like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. But that's fine because yeah. you checked it out, and then you know it's not for you, and then mm -hmm. you just walk away. You, you didn't get on uh, Twitter and start saying things like, "Don't fucking read this shit." Mm -hmm. In fact, cancel this shit. But mm -hmm. whatever, regardless, whatever. But yeah, that's what they say. Don't meet your heroes, and I, I firmly for believe most that. part, yeah, they're true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, like, go to shake Nathan Fillion's hand and then crush his precious, precious yeah. hand. Ah! And then begrudgingly enjoy his... his and that's all I see now, too. I watched Guardians 3 and he's in there hopping around. I was just like, God, you're a bitch. 
I was like, oh man, could it be anyone else but this guy? Because yeah. I I didn't have any personal I issue love with Nathan Fielder. I still do. But I mean, it's that, just one of those where you're just like, like, yeah, but I know the truth. Come on, man. I know the truth. Yeah. You're a little bitch. Yeah. Don't shake his hand. His hand hurts. And then, of course, you're so excited that you forget. I don't know. Maybe don't put your fucking hand out towards someone that's clearly excited to see you. Dude, yeah. Whatever. Like, if I go like this and you don't want to shake my hand, don't extend your hand. Yeah. At all. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. You could just go, yeah, no, I I, uh, I hurt my hand or I uh, don't want to shake hands or, or whatever. Yeah. You could even just say, like, uh, oh, no, I'm germaphobic. Can we? Bop. Uh, yeah, hands. I'll do the Howie Mandel with you. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not going to walk away going like, well, got to cancel that guy because he's a fucking faggot. <laughs> and also, I, I dropped the, the fag uh, word a couple of times. I'm just using it in the context. I rarely ever use that word. For real. Really, this episode, he's used it more than the last 169 I was going to say. Together. I yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, so, to round that to bring it back, Pacific Uprising. <laughs> Pacific Rim Uprising. Yes. Pacific Rim Because I, I don't want I don't want Dale Keown to get hammered and fucking and, and get angry about it. Yeah. I mean, hey, whatever, Dale. I don't Just, agree with like, you. Like watch our show and, yeah. and that's it. Pitt was awesome. Uh retire. Okay. <laughs> Although to be fair, the story Pitt wasn't that I haven't reread in a long time. Look, Pitt looks awesome. incredible. Look, Pitt fucking incredible. Awesome. I still, I still, still want that Pitt toy. Wanted, didn't he also at one point have like the uh, plaid shirt tied around his waist? I think so. Yeah, he did. And yeah. a wife beater. Yeah. With a chain. Yeah. He looked fucking cool. He looked awesome. He had like the fucking shaved head. Yeah, with the ponytail. Ponytail, yeah. The undercut. That's what it was. Big fucking. He uh, looked claws. awesome. Yeah. Pitt was Plus, awesome. Uh, when I think of Hulk, nine times out of ten, my brain goes to his version of Smart Hulk. Yeah. With that ugly shit brown <laughs> unitard. Yeah. I, that's still, I love that. Right I to, love right that. Right to Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Although, lately, uh, what's his face? Ewing. Al, uh. Oh, yeah, Joe Bennett? Yeah, Joe Bennett. Joe Bennett, uh, his, his version of, uh, Hulk is... Been seeping in just because yeah. that was a great run. Mike Diodato did a great Hulk, too. Like, yeah, Diodato's Hulk was really good. In fact, Diodato's Hulk was really the only like I hated his art on Spider Man. I still to this day, his art wasn't right for Spider Man. It wasn't. He did that after Hulk. I was like, no, no, no. He, he was so perfect. On, like, he should be doing Wolverine and Punisher and those kind of characters. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost, Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh, fuck, he would have killed it on Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, this... I think, I think personally. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, killed Diodato's Marvel career. It did because, and it's well, not like no, because he did new. He did that big run on New Avengers with Bendis too. Afterwards, oh right, I forgot about that. No, yeah. my apologies, Mike. Yeah. My apologies. My apologies. It could. I think he kicked off Dark Avengers. It yeah, he did. It yeah. could have. It could have killed. But see, that's it more. That's more his speed, though. Yeah. You know, I, I also don't look fondly on that run in general. The Gray of Goblin, mm. fucking. What's yeah. his face? Uh, the Norman Osborn, Gwen Stacy twins. Penance. Penance. Or penance. Penance. Penis. Pen Are you saying penis? Penis. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Thanks, bud. 
Penance. What's penance? Which one's penance? When I see when I hear penance, I'm thinking of like Remember when they made speedball? That's the one I was thinking with of. The bucket spikes all oh, over his head. It was yeah, and then but the worst part was it was all the spikes on the inside of the suit. Yeah, that's yeah. right because so he could feel the pain because he blamed himself for civil war. Yeah, that's right because uh, he, he and the new warriors were the reason why Nitro yeah. destroyed that city block and then sparked the uh, registration. Like, good God, man! Yeah. Like, like you know, what, Robbie? <laughs> Robbie Reynolds. <laughs> Oh, he probably called himself Robert at that yeah, point. Robert. I don't do Rob anymore. No, I know. I know. You're into the bleeding. Yeah. The BDSM. Ugh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so. Yeah. Uprising! About, talk about that uprising, right? <laughs> that one was more you than me this time. It really was. But hey, I, I'll take hey, it. Hey, we'll drop it. Yeah. All right. So, this one, while well, we mentioned it, directed and written. By Stephen S. Tonight, co-writers Emily Carmichael, Kira Snyder, and T.S. Nowlin. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so cast. Oh, sorry. Budget one hundred and seventy-six million. So even smaller budget this time around. Yep. You could tell. Uh, and not like you could tell like big time. You're just kind of like you could just you could you see. tell. You can tell. Yeah. Because the cast, that's the big reason. The cast, too. The yeah. cast. Um, anyway. Uh, box office, $290.9 million. Starring John Boyega as Jake Pentecost, mm. the son of Stacker Pentecost. That was never mentioned before. I was going to say, like, and I, I purposely made a point of make like listening. Yeah, and because uh, when they show, they showed the fucking picture of the three of them, yeah, and I was like, "Okay, cool, <laughs> cool." Yeah, Mako doesn't mention him once, not like once. not even in passing. Like, yeah, he walks hey, up there, John goes, doing? "Hi, big sister." Like, yeah, like she at no point in time when she's hanging out with uh, with Stacker does she go, "Hey, so what's John doing lately?" <laughs> That's it. Uh, John's just. I don't want to imagine Stacker going around making babies when the world's come to an end. All they had to do was just go, well, John's just being John. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Something. I got to go do a motivational speech, so yeah. let's not talk about that. Like, you didn't even bother going, hey, if I don't come back, tell my son I love yeah, him. Yeah, at the very least. <laughs> and not only that, he knew he was yeah. coming back. Mako, tell, tell John I love him. Yeah, I love you, Mako. What about John? Who? Click. <laughs> Poor John. Scott, not John. It's it's the writing. Yeah, the writing. Yeah. Scott Eastwood as uh, Nathan Nate Lambert. I've never really been a big fan of Scott Eastwood. I've never really thought he was that good of an actor. And here's the thing: still think the same. But I I can say he was okay in this. Yeah. Only because this He's part. Okay. I was just like, this is where he seemed to channel his father. Yeah. More than anything else. But anyway, uh, Jing Tian as Luan Chao, a businesswoman and technologist who joins the PPDC against the precursor emissary. The PP. Uh, Kaylee Spaney as Amara Nemani, who I really liked. Uh, I also liked the Scrapper Jagger. Mm -hmm. I, that's where, like, because it was a single Jagger and it was smaller and she was able to control it by herself. 
I was fine with that one moving fast. It fit the character. Okay. Uh, it fit also the design of the the Jagger. Yeah. Plus, I just thought it was kind of cool how she pieced it together herself. Mm -hmm. It's it's a stretch. What do we call them? Mary Sue's? Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those where I'm like, like my my issue with I before you say that, my my issue with this is that like it was only until John got into the picture, yeah, that or that they they found her. But wouldn't they have been on her like wouldn't she have been on their radar long before this? Like I know she's a, I mean, yeah. a poor scrapper, but she's Stealing Jagger parts, yeah, and putting a Jagger together. They should have been all over her. Like, they can find people uh, doing grow ups mm -hmm. just by looking at the heat. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a, a, a fucking plane goes over the forest, and then they go, "Wait a minute, there's a lot of heat being generated from this area here that looks like there's nothing here. Mm -hmm, Let's go mm -hmm. underground. And then they find a grow up, but yeah. they couldn't. So, okay. Drones don't exist in the future. But they, they do, actually. Well, in this case. But they get created later on in the movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, so <laughs> Renko Kikuchi as Mako Mori, uh, Mako Mari, she's back. And they establish that uh, the adopted older sister of Jake yeah. She's just there to ride a helicopter and die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bern Gorman returns, as we mentioned, as Herman Gottlieb, the scientist. Uh, Adria or Jones or Jonah or Jonah is Yules, Reigns, uh, an officer. Most of these will just say officer. Max Zhang, uh, Marshall Quan. Charlie Day returns as Dr. Newton Geisler. Wesley Wong, another uh, Jaeger. Karen Brar is Ilya's partner, bitch. But bitch. does plays the exact same role as uh, what's his face? She's the Iceman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To uh, same same thing all over again. Absolutely. To Amari's Maverick. Uh, oh, just okay. Just basically a bunch of people. <laughs> There's so many. Like I, I'll say this. I liked the movie, mm -hmm. but. For a couple of reasons, and I think most of it is based on the fact that this was the first time I've ever seen it. I watched it immediately after I watched the second one, so it was like, well, not immediately. It was like Sunday, we watched, uh... oh, yeah, Sunday we watched Pacific Rim, and then that night I watched like an hour of Pacific Rim Uprising, and then I stopped it and restarted it on Tuesday, so last night, Yeah, and then I watched it all the way through. And uh, the main reason why I liked it as much as I did was because I knew that it was essentially going to be Pacific Rim. <laughs> so I knew that it was essentially going to be the same movie, mm -hmm. slightly different, uh, and they were going to push more of a kid's aspect because how do you keep the franchise going, right? Um, so I was able to look past a lot of like there's like scripting plot holes like we were just joking around oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. plot holes already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But like one of the cool like I liked how they continued the kaiju story though. I thought that was really really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, the cast itself was good for what they were doing. 
my main my, the whole the main thing I thought was this is like this is a clear cut case where when you have a directors of differing capabilities like abilities right like i'm not going to say that steven s tonight or whatever his name is is like a god-awful director he's not anywhere close to guillermo del toro no so to so in regards to guillermo del toro guillermo del toro is a, a director that can take the script that pacific rim uprising was yeah and it would be a better film just because he directed it yeah even if he did nothing to change the script, the dialogue, or anything, it would be a better film just because of the way he directs his eye, his creativity. But also, the reality is, is that if he was doing the sequel, he would have also done his movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have been, yeah, yeah. It it would've, would've been it way been a lot different. It would have been, been better. better. Uh, um, I, I know that Charlie Hunt was on board. And he dropped out when they took it away from Del Toro. He was like, "Is that why they didn't mention him?" Probably, because even Mako doesn't mention right at all. Not that she has much time to do anything. No, it was nice to see her for twenty minutes. It was nice to see her. I found that I I watched this in the theater, and I didn't watch Pacific Rim one right before I watched it. So I I enjoyed it, but didn't love it the first time. Okay. This time I watched it back to back with the first, like right after the other. And that is a horrible mistake. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's a steep drop off. It's a steep drop, and you know, my love for the first is insane. Oh yeah. So basically, what happened was Pacific uh, Pacific Rim Maelstrom is yep. getting made. Um, Do we have any like idea of the plot? I'm looking right now to see uh, if I can find anything on it. Illstrom focuses the revival of the Pan Pacific Defense Corps and the Jaeger program. Uh, it takes place five years after the original film, whereas they jumped ten years in yeah. this one. I didn't like the ten-year jump. I didn't like it either. I thought but it was too far. It was way too far. Five For, works especially better. Especially regarding Newt's storyline. So you're telling me the precursors were like just puppeteering Newt for a whole decade? Yeah, to get to this point, like yeah, that, that seems a little. I know, I agree. A little lengthy. I agree. Like story wise, it's mm. like uh, story wise, it's definitely like sub tier. Yeah, like, but the one thing that really I had a problem with was taking Charlie Day serious as the bad guy. I I could I not do it. it. I could not do. I it. love Charlie Day. Yep. I I think he's really good at being Charlie Day. Mm -hmm. Uh. And luckily for him, he's been able to be Charlie Day in pretty much everything he's been, with the exception of a cinematic masterpiece that I also watched last night. Ah. I don't know if you've heard of it. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I have heard of it. Yeah, good. Uh, in my opinion? Yeah. Which is the only one that matters. Of course. You heard it here first. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I loved every second of that movie. Good. Every good fucking second of I gotta, that I movie. I gotta watch it. I can't say anything bad about it at all. We were gonna go watch it Sunday, and then I got that fucking migraine all day long. Should have went anyway. <laughs> Suck it up, bitch. Honestly, no, it's not even like it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Long enough. <laughs> anyway. 
Almost, almost again. So what happens when you get that mindset? Yeah. You channel that mindset. Once you just, get into that douche mode, it just. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm I'm a reformed guy. Like I used to say words like that all the time. So you're a reformed guy. Reformed guy like that. Like I would oh, say, guy like that. I would okay. say that. I mean, oh, that's gay. We all said it. Yeah, we all did. We're all that normal, generation. It was a normal thing to say. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's gay. Now I'm just like, no, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, uprising. There, there's stuff I like. The whole opening sequence, I do like. My problem with having so many kids in this, which to me makes no sense, the, the world puts all their fucking faith into a bunch of children. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, because they're kids, yeah, and because we're 10 years removed from the first one, mm -hmm. isn't it possible that they were able to make the mechs a lot more user-friendly? So that instead of it just being like a yeah. chore, although don't get me wrong, I like that. Like I like that it looks like even in like an Iron Man, Tony Stark. I like that Tony Stark is in fucking great shape. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if you think about it, he's still walking around in a suit that weighs like a ton. Yeah. So he's got to move this suit around. And even though there's hydraulics and all this stuff, he'd still have to be like, like, do you really want to see a fat guy in a suit? No. Right. Um, fat guy in, in a, a little, little suit. suit. One of the things that I that I didn't notice at first, but then once I noticed it, I, I couldn't stop noticing it, was in the first one, they make a point of literally saying, left hemisphere, right hemisphere. Yeah. So you're only going to control the left side, and I'm only going to control the right side. So my right arm, my left arm moves this left arm. Your right arm moves this arm. That's it. Mm -hmm. This one, they were moving both their arms. Oh, yeah. All the time. They're all fucking... Karate chopping. You know, and I was just like, okay, all right. But I agree with the kids aspect. I was like, why the kids? Why the kids? I mean, they're all oh, kids are easier to drift because of their young minds or something. But I was like, they were all adult pilots in the first movie. Yeah. There wasn't a child in sight. And also, I don't know if you heard Stacker from the first movie. Yeah. But he said he brings zero to the riff. So, yeah. Zero. And he was the oldest guy in the movie. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because the other guy died. Yeah. <laughs> but still. <laughs> but still. Well, well, he didn't die, but he, he couldn't uh, yeah. couldn't go on. But, st but still, yeah. So the kid aspect, it was like, you could tell. Like, mm -hmm. first and foremost, I'll say this. Uh, Maelstrom didn't have the kids aspect. No. And the studio was like, we need kids for this franchise to work. And you're like, oh, you couldn't just make an animated movie? You, you, <laughs> know, you know what really happened is John Boyega did The Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. It was a huge hit. Yeah. And they said, what do you want, Johnny? And he said, I want to do a Pacific Rim. And then, I really and hope then, that's and not the Del case. Del Toro was already doing the second and was like, I can't fit this guy into it. So they said, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we're going to do yours. I hope that's not the case. We're going to do, do what you want to do. I'd also kind of like to look at the... Uh, the fucking executive. Yeah. It's that said, okay, so the guy that made us money on the first movie has got an idea and it'll make us money because mm -hmm. most of his movies have been profitable. Yep. Most of them. In fact, like, uh, I think, was it Crimson Peak? It didn't bomb. It didn't bomb. It I don't think it really money. made money. It made money, but it didn't bomb. I mean, like, he was still an Academy Award nominated director at this time. He hadn't won yet. Yeah, 
but still. But still. Yeah. You know, like he's a good fucking director. That's that's some pedigree. They just they just wanted to save money. That's all it was. Save money and then put forth a movie that they can market to kids. That's yeah. really all it was. And it suffered because of it. It really did suffer. It suffered the the movement and the and the um visual effects I found with it being sunny and bright all the time, everything looked faker. It, it it's goes easier back to, to like hide that with the water and everything, right? And also nighttime. And nighttime. We, we always talk about that. The night scenes, they, they almost always will do CGI, especially yeah. creature features. It's CGI at night, mm -hmm. or there's like smoke, or yep. there's something that can allow it to age better. Yeah. Um, although, I will say, I found it refreshing that the last battle was all in the daylight. Was all in the daylight. Yeah. Uh, also, I think almost every battle's in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Everyone is. So I thought that was refreshing. The uh, the final Jaeger or no final Kaiju looked awesome. Looked awesome. I really liked it. Like looked, I, looked a class five. Awesome. One class five and two class fours, and then they all like combine. That was super. Was cool. like fucking super, super Kaiju. Super fucking cool. Yeah. That was cool, um, and I will stay stick by that. That was really that awesome. was awesome, and also like I I saw one of the complaints. They were like the final fight scene takes forever, and I was like, yeah, I didn't think it take it took forever. I thought it was like perfect. Like it, it was a chunk. The last chunk of the movie was all fight, mm -hmm. but it was stages. Like I looked at it like a an end boss yeah, yeah, yeah. where you had your initial stage. Yep, and then like and I was drawing this parallel when I was watching, and I was like. This is like fucking Shredder and the Ninja Turtles at the top of the roof. Mm -hmm. Where like Mike's like, this. Someone want to tell him that we're the good guys, <laughs> you know? Like they can't beat him. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Splinter shows up, or in this case, fucking Scrapper with the uh, Shao. Shao. And the, the rocket booster or uh, Kaiju blood boosted uh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's over. And I was like, oh, that's just like that. So like, it, it reminded me of that. And that's probably why I liked it. Because mm -hmm. it, it drew a parallel for me. Okay. But guess, uh, Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, like, I mean. I feel like they took a Del Toro movie and they gave the sequel to Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Because this feels more Transformers than Pacific Rim. Yeah, it does. It, it does. It really does. It does, definitely. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I I mean, I I enjoyed it for what it was because I didn't expect it to be a Guillermo del Toro yeah, Pacific Rim. Yeah, I knew it was never going to be as good. Obviously, yeah. So like, um, so it just it was one of those where it was like it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So like anything, the fights were cool. The, fights the, were the, fucking great. The evil kaiju or um, Jaeger. That was cool. The two Jaegers going at it. I thought that was I like I also really like the idea of the precursor getting through like using Newt mm -hmm. to uh, essentially put kaiju brains in everything like yeah. all the drones and I was like whoa that's a fucking really cool idea to continue to because the rifts close mm -hmm. so that's how they continue and I was like man that's fucking that's a yeah. great that was a nice really cool idea uh, but ultimately. Okay. Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, I, I got more negative. Like, ten years? What? Ten years? That was crazy. And not one person could figure this out in the ten years. It was only when right. this starts happening. All of a sudden, they're like, "Something's up with Newt." Yeah. 
That was weird. He's gone different these days. Yeah. Not even Gottlieb knew anything. Yeah. Which is weird because he also drifted with the brain. Yep. I know. Together with yep. New. Mm -hmm. They were together. Yep. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. definitely got in that kaiju brain the first movie. Yeah, it's um, uh the character yeah, it the, my problem is with the characters. I hated that they basically took Michael Moray and killed her. Yeah, I didn't like, like that. Was I was just, surprised actually. She was the hero of the first movie and then thrown away in a heartbeat. I was surprised I was not surprised that they killed her, but I was surprised how they did it. You're right. Yeah. Like it was very just like Like why even introduce this Lao? Like they, that she could have easily did the, the thing at the end. She could have been running scrapper at the end. Yeah. That would have been way cooler. Yeah, oh yeah. That would have been sister way cooler. coming to save her brother. Mm -hmm. Way cooler. That actually would have been way cooler. Yeah. I would have been like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, out of all the young cast, Amara was the one I liked the most, but they Me also too. gave her the most time. They did. They were, like, she was obviously the yeah. leading point. And she's a good actress. Uh, and yeah, she was a good actress. Yeah. Uh, Boyega's character, I, I didn't like, but it was also, it was hard to like. It was hard to like him. Because it was, it was that thing where I was just like, yeah, but you're clearly the hero. Yeah. And you're clearly going to just suddenly get into the same role your dad was in. Yeah. Like, the second he's like, well, you probably knew my dad, and he was always into speeches. And I'm like, well, here's the fucking speech. A Adrian was watching it. She hadn't seen it before. She was watching it. And she's like, and he's narrating at the beginning. And Stack was my dad. She's like, oh, cool. It's about his, his son and everything. And then, and then he goes, but that's not me. And he's like in a party scene. And she, she's like, oh, God. Yeah. It's one of these. Yeah. I will say, though, like, at least when he started doing the speech, like, falling into the speech thing, yeah. thing I like that they had Scott Eastman kind of look at him like, huh, see? Mm -hmm. So at least they were kind of, like, winking to the camera. So I was yeah. like, okay, all right, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I, I'm saying positive things about it while also shitting on it. The reality is, is I'm never watching it again. I'm not watching it again either. Like that's, and, and after watching it, I was like, why do I even own this? Like, that's the, <laughs> the crux of it. While I yeah. enjoyed it, it was one of those where I was like, okay, so yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> where right now I'm saying, like, watch The Black. That's the sequel, which we'll Yeah, I'm going to watch That's the Black. very kid-focused, too. But it's kid-focused in a way that I can imagine Del Toro making. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it's it. It's fucking cool. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, Yeah, so I will easily watch that again. Uprising, I don't think I'll ever watch again. And it was just like what they did with classic, the original characters really, really bugged me. Um... Also, Herc Hansen, why is Herc Hansen not around? He was fucking in charge of all this at the end of the first movie. I, I don't know. Not even mentioned. That's like, that's there's too many like, of those where you're just it's like, weird. It's fucking weird. Exactly. Like, if, if you're not going to mention uh, Raleigh, yeah, then don't have Mako show up, right? Because immediately I go, Well, what happened to Raleigh? Yeah, but they don't even mention it at no, all. They don't even mention it. Like, you could even just say he's he's at home. You know, because of damages from being a, a Jagger pilot for so long. Yeah. Right? Like, because, or whatever. He, he'd been the same meds he, as Stacker was on. He aged out. He yeah. aged out. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't want to become a bureaucrat like me. Whatever. Mm. Something. Don't make me go, okay, but what? Mm. And also, like, uh, the prime thing is, don't introduce a fucking son to one of the main characters of the fucking movie and not even have him mentioned once in the first fucking movie. I would have done much, much, much rather jumped 20 years down the line yeah. and have it about Riley and Mako's son. Exactly. Exactly. That's, you know. And none of the original characters are there. And the other part, 
<laughs> it's just still like it's funny because I, I like I did enjoy the movie, but yeah. I enjoyed it like on a popcorn I, level. <laughs> That's how I enjoyed it. You were liking it way more until I started. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about it too. Because I was like, the other part is. If it's been 10 years since a kaiju, yeah. then what do you still need the mechs for? Yeah. What do you even need this division for at all? Mm-hmm. And then, like, even the, the whole thing where they're like, but the drones is going to... You should have been shut down years ago anyway. Yeah. When's the last time a kaiju even, like, farted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. It's not like they had to keep running to make it work. They're built. Just put them aside. Kaiju's ever come again. Hop in them. Yeah. Like, but don't... Put your entire infrastructure around this division that is yeah. dead. And there was a shit fucking ton of them. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the whole dr- drone pl- plot line only makes sense until you think about it. And then you go, well, what's the, what do you need the drones for? There's yeah. no fucking kaiju. Yeah. But then they make the drones to do the kaiju. And you're like, okay, well, at okay, least there's so, that. So they're there just because of that. Like, the precursors were in, in your head to... Get them to create drones to put the kaiju brains in. You're like, okay, well, at least that somewhat makes sense. But yeah, the entire division though is still mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. And then the fucking cliffhanger ending, where we're not going to get a third movie now. Wow. So it's just like they thought they were sitting on a ch- fucking pile. You of tell money. them we're coming for them. And it's just like mm, no, you're not. They, they thought depends. they were sitting on a pile of money, though. Independence Day uh, 2 had the same fucking ending. We're going to space again, to get them. But again, and then, and, yeah. the, the same scenario. They thought they were just sitting on a fucking pile of cash franchise. Stop it they would make billions of money. Like, they would still be doing yeah. this with the piles of money. Just, oh, this is all for me, my precious. Yeah. But no. Yeah. And, but I, I did, I will have to say, when he said that we're coming for you, I was like, Okay. Yeah. I would have actually liked the line better if it was either from Scott Eastwood, even though he was a bit player on this, or Amara. Like, if Amara said the line, I'd be like, that actually makes more sense. This guy that just showed up, and all of a sudden he's like... Even the fact that he like they found him, and they're like, we want you to, tra- we want you to train these people. And it's like, why? Yeah, right? Why? Doesn't he still reek like booze from the bender he was just on? Scott Eastwood, what have you been doing? Have you not been trying to train yeah. I, if I'm Scott Eastwood and they bring this, you know, Pentecost son in, dry yeah. him out and then go, he's going to train the new people. I'd be like, yeah. cool, I quit. Because obviously, he has that name he's training. Them? Obviously, I'm a shit trainer. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I never once, to be fair, I said I enjoyed the movie, but I never said it was a great movie. Yeah. And you can enjoy a movie and shit all over it. Because I had no emotional attachment to this movie. Right. Okay. If I grew up watching this movie and loving this movie and then rewatching it, and then then this would be to be a different. One. I'd be like, "This is fucking bullshit." Because of this, and this, and this. You know, like it was. Oh, it was man. a movie. It, it was, was an attempt. It was a movie. It was an attempt at continuing uh, at creating a franchise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they had some some things that were a step in the right direction. The 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 precursor plot with new i thought was crazy cool that they fucking got in there yeah and that's how they were going to continue yeah it was weird too he's like to, to god like when are you gonna come over i want you to meet alice and he gets home oh, and yeah. it's a fucking brain he's like oh yeah that part i was just like okay oh all right cool okay uh i did like how he was trying to look like uh ron perlman though yeah 
Yeah. I got a kick out of it. I was looking and I was hoping that he had to show the shoes. But he yeah. Didn't. Although the uh, the bits on his collar, I thought was a nice touch. The gold yeah. pieces, but uh, but again, it was just like it was Charlie Day trying like being angry. Like it reminded me of uh, when when Charlie was uh, taking D's vitamins and he didn't realize they were steroids. <laughs> so he's just sitting there and he's just seething with rage, and she's like losing her shit because. She just found out that he ain't. He's been doing anything. He's like, I've been eating your vitamins. You know? <laughs> and I was like, even then, I'm crying because yeah. it's just so fucking funny. And I was like, well, I mean, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> but to be fair, I think the, out of the entire group in that show, yeah, um, Glenn Howerton's the only one that I could take seriously as a straight. Like, I could actually go... I could buy him as a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, As a yeah. psycho that would want to, like, you know, cut you up in little pieces and put you in a box, a mm-hmm. glass box, <laughs> that you would display on your mantle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fucking funny. Take, take your skin and turn you into luggage. Do you have luggage made out of skin? Of course I don't have luggage made out of skin, you bitch. You haven't even thought about the smell. <laughs> Oh man, it's so good. And then, of course, he goes from that to like, don't you you guys want to get off? It's just something about moving around in another man's skin to just, oh, I don't know, get off. Like that one who's pretending to be that other dude. Yeah. Don't you guys want to get off with me? And they're just like, okay, sure. Oh man! Well, if he's dead, then who's this guy? <laughs> oh, just just a couple of guys who got off. You just get off? Oh yeah, <laughs> three times when he pointed at me. Oh, that was really good. You're like, it's the funniest fucking show ever. Oh fuck! I love that whole Iron Man. Tears for Charlie. That's right. Yeah, Tears for Charlie. That episode's great. Oh, the whole show. So <laughs> to recap, that's uprising. Pacific Rim, fucking amazing. Five Chris's out of five. Pacific Rim Uprising, I'm giving it two and a half Chris's out of five, mm. which is a pretty bad rating. Uh, and it's it's earned. They earned that rating. Yeah. They definitely earned that rating. I, yeah. They no, surprised they me with did. some of the things that they did that were cool, but they really surprised me with a lot of the things that they did that were not cool, borderline stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it head scratching. I felt like they were hoping that you heard of Pacific Rim, but never actually watched it. Right? Yeah. So, so you were like, "Oh, it's a sequel for that other movie with the things and the the robots." Yeah, I'll watch this. Sure. Cool. Cool. That first movie sounds awesome, though. Don't watch it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll just watch. But seriously, fun. only watch Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Black. Do not watch. Uh, maybe watch Uprising. But... Watch, watch Uprising. It's yeah, it's worth it. It'll make you appreciate the first one even more. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's 100%. it. Really will. That's hundred percent. It actually will really make you lament that there's no more movies coming out after that. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, so we'll, that's we'll, that. we'll wrap it up with uh, wrap it up. So, do you want a Pacific Rim three? I do, but only if it's Guillermo del Toro. Hundred percent, and Ron Perlman, and I don't think he would do it now because he's picking up from someone else's story. And no, no, no. If we do it, actually, you know what? 
I'm going to say no to a Pacific Rim 3, but yes to a Pacific Rim 2 Maelstrom. Yeah. Where we reboot the whole thing. The whole fucking thing. And only fall... It's like Superman Returns, where they acknowledge that Superman 1 and 2 happened. They don't acknowledge Superman 4. That. 4 happened. That's what I want. So that's how you do it. You, yeah. you slot it in as the third movie, but it's really the second because... Yeah, it, it could take it. place five years after the first. That's right. That's right. And, and it then, can continue an uprising. I still won't watch uprising. Purposely ended on a way that rewrites. Yeah, negates the need for that movie. So wipe it away. No to uh, Pacific Rim three, but yes to Pacific Rim Maelstrom. Nice. I agree. Okay. All right. All right. And the last one is a heavy one. Okay. All right. Are you at the place you're now at that you thought you'd be at ten years ago? In some ways, yes, but in some ways, no. Mm -hmm. Some ways, yes, in the sense that I'm, I've got a stable job, uh, I'm married, I'm, uh, I'm happy, you know, and I'm in relatively good health. Yeah. In some ways, no. Uh, well, I'm not a, a stand-up comedian slash actor. Right. Right? Yeah. But I'm also of the age now where I realize that everyone that's in Hollywood knew somebody in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was never going to get, like, the way it was set back then, I was never going to get to Hollywood. I have a better shot now. <laughs> you do. With this show. You could. Doing what we do. You could do it. I have a better shot now. We could have the Mercier stand-up hour every week. <laughs> we could. Like, but, <laughs> but it's true. Like, I have a better shot yeah. now than I do then. So, uh, so yes and no. I'm about the same. I'm about the same. Um, I'm probably not the place I thought I'd be at, but then I also didn't really know where I'd be at. I had dreams of where I'd like to be at, but they were high dreams. And I didn't think I'd reach them. I'm going to say probably not. Probably not. Okay. Simply because 10 years ago, we were wrapping up Quiver and everything, and I honestly thought that was going to be my calling card, and I could get into writing and shit. Right. I didn't see myself being, like, a fucking warehouse bitch still. Yeah, my lunch now. Manager warehouse bitch. Manager warehouse bitch, yeah. Or is it uh, manager bitch to the warehouse bitch? I just call myself overpaid grunt. Yeah. That's what I go with. Yeah. I'm sure they'd love that when you say that. Yeah, I'm just overpaid grunt. But then again, they also forget to cut checks yeah. on you. Yeah, <laughs> so fucking rights. So, um, no, but I'm also not disappointed where I'm at. Because there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was trying you to know? get about, too, with the yeah. yes and no answer. In the sense that, like, no, I'm not a stand-up comedian or, or an actor or anything like that. But mm -hmm. I'm not unhappy with where my life is. Yeah. Because you never really know. It could always be better, take. but it could always be a lot worse. So. Uh, yeah, and also with... Like for guys like us, where we wrestle with mental health issues, like depression is mm -hmm. the the big one for me and uh, and for you as well. Oh yeah, oh, anxiety yeah. to a degree, but it's depression for me is the biggest one. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned that like when I was saying like I watch BoJack and and uh, Daredevil when I'm really depressed, mm -hmm. and it's funny because like one of the reasons why I, I watch Daredevil though is because he gets out of the depression. Yeah. So by the end of the third season, he's out of it. He's in a better place, but you can see that he's also like more cognizant and he's mm -hmm. going to work towards it. Bojack is the opposite end where he doesn't get any better. Yeah. So it's just like, do you want to end up this way or do you want to end up this way? Right. Yeah. And I kept, I kept replaying in my head cause I don't want to make it sound like it's a dark thing. Cause I enjoy both shows, mm -hmm. but 
I do tend to gravitate towards them when I'm wrestling with it, right? Okay, yep. So if you hear me saying, like, I'm watching Daredevil again, uh, you don't necessarily have to go, is everything okay? Yeah. You know? Uh, do you feel powerful? <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to reach out and. Just oh, really? Of, yeah. You don't have to reach out or anything, but like at the same time, you might want to just be like, okay, there might be some shit. Cool. That might be like a heads up type of thing. Heads up. Yeah. If I start training, like I'm gonna fight crime at night, then you step in and go, okay, look, buddy. When are we going out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Pull off my onesie yeah. there. That's right. That's right. What are we going to do this? Let's go. What's it? Uh, uh, cock puncher and uh, oh, blunt man. Blunt man and, and chronic. Uh, chronic. Yeah. And they fight cock puncher. And they cock puncher. <laughs> Played yeah. to perfection yeah. by not necessarily good actor. Let's clean up these Thunder Bay streets better than Vampiro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, Doing a real bang up job. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I think he quit. He was like, Mexico is easier than this shit. Uh, the rumor was he had to leave Mexico. We had to. That's mm. hearsay conjecture. This isn't anything I heard from him specifically, so yeah. I can't. You guys aren't talking terms anymore. I never even spoke to him. Oh. To be honest, uh, and like this is one of those like it's no offense to him or anything. Yeah. Uh, he never really did anything to me specifically, but I was never a fan of Vampiro, like as a wrestler. I wasn't either. I, I was like, oh, it's cool that he's from here. Yeah. Around here. But I wasn't, but... I, I've never been one of those guys that's like, oh, you got to root for them because they're Canadian. We well, got to root for them because they're yeah. Ontarian. You got to root for them because they're, th I was never one of those guys. And I, I remember the first time I actually said that was somebody was like, well, you got to like him. He's from Thunder Bay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I was never born here, A. And B. I, I don't care where you're from. Like, if I don't like yeah. you, then it doesn't matter. And yeah. I, I, I liked his look. I thought he looked like really cool. Because, yeah. And also, I, I like the Misfits, so it's like, okay, that's cool. Yep. Um, I just wasn't really a huge fan of his style, and uh, you know, I won't take anything away from him. Like, if Jericho says he was like the Hulk Hogan, like he was on the the Hulk Hogan level in Mexico, oh yeah, yeah, I'll believe it, and I'll go, okay, fine, like fucking, and I can, I can see it, but no. Not for me. That's crazy to imagine. But the flip side is, is I've not heard any wrestler that worked with him that has said a, a good thing about him. Mm. It's always like he just he's a fucking liar and he'll fucking stab you in the back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And even the the few times that he would come into the old the old place of business, mm -hmm. apparently they're like this is where like they would say like he he talks like he's gonna buy stuff, but he really he never really does. So. Mm. So take that as you as you will. Sounds like he's from Thunder Bay. <laughs> he's definitely definitely from Thunder Bay. I know some vampiros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're everywhere. It's not just they're everywhere. Bay. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're uh, they're called uh, fucking entitled douchebags. Yeah, uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, they wear polos and they don't play polo. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Posers. Did I say I have two of those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two of those polo shirts? I do. One for the afternoon, one for the evening. Yeah, or it's just one for the next day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, that's about that. That's it. That's the Pacific Rim episode. I'm I'm happy we finally did it. So am I. So am I. I was like, hey, it's ten years this year. Let's some of these do it. some of these we do them and I'm always like like they're on my list, but like sometimes the list is so long 
It's a huge list. That you end up forgetting, and then, yeah. then you get to them, and you're like, oh, yes, that's right. And then you go to the new movies that push the old ones down the list further. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty pumped. I can't wait for you to see Super Mario so we can do yeah. the I yeah. honestly... I think, yeah, we should do a, a double cam cast with Mario, the new one and the old one. Yes, 100%. 100%. Because uh, I, I remember when we watched it as a kid, I remember it was... I remember wanting to like it. Yeah. But because it was so not the cartoon, like the cartoon or the comp or the the video game, mm -hmm. it was like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. And then I remember watching it again, like when I was a bit older, but it was still just like, fuck, like, god damn. Whereas now, I think with the headspace that I'm in, uh, and also just because I'm like fucking forty, <laughs> I think I'll watch it and be like, I see what they were trying, because obviously they were just trying to update it, make it more modern, yeah, yeah. for more like audiences. Uh, but that's exactly the opposite of what this movie's done and they just basically said like like no no it's it's mario mm -hmm. yeah you you the i'll say this about the the super mario brothers movie and this will be the only thing i'll talk about uh, i'll mention before we actually do the camcast is you could have played every single mario brothers game or played zero mario brothers games watch this movie and i i feel like you're gonna like this movie yeah that's great. I know I'm going to love it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I was laughing almost the entire movie. Yeah. They did some really cool things with Mario. Actually, with all the characters. All the main characters. They did really cool things with all the main characters. Of course, the cast is, like, fucking unreal. Crazy. Like, unreal, this Crazy cast. cast. Uh... And even the fact that they actually do have, like, everyone was shitting their pants over Chris Pratt uh, not voice or voicing Mario when the voice actor, you know, could still do it. Mm -hmm. He's in the fucking movie. Did he's you know in that? The movie? He's I actually know in, the he's in the movie. He's, he's in, the, in movie. the fucking movie. Just like a one scene cameo or like a role that continues to I'm not going to tell you. You got to watch okay. the movie. Okay. All right. But he's in. But it sounds like game Mario when he's in it. Game Mario. I know. I was like, I was like that really sounds like Game Mario. This sound like Game Mario. Well, no, because he it wasn't like. Mario. It's a me, a Mario. I actually, I don't How are you doing? I, yeah, that's the only way <laughs> you can actually. It's a me, a Mario. All right. Okay. Look, if you anyone, anyone that's uh, part of the LGBTQ plus yeah two spirits uh, a I think I missed a I apologize. If you, this is your first time ever watching us, <laughs> watch more episodes <laughs> to get context. I, oh, man. You may not believe this. We, uh, I, I don't want to call myself an ally just because I feel like it's it's weird to proclaim myself an ally. It's fucking would, weird. But, like, I have no issues with anyone yeah. that isn't. You do your thing. I don't, I don't, I hate, I hate piece of shit assholes. They come in all shapes and sizes, genders, and sexualities. So I, I don't, mm. I don't discriminate. Colors, textures, whole thing. Especially years. textures. Yeah. Speaking textures. of textures, the animation in Super Mario Brothers, like, yeah, it's the best thing I've seen. Oh, the, the fucking trailers blew me away. The texture on Bowser, the texture on the mushrooms, the textures, like texture. I was like looking at them, like I feel like I could touch these things. And I can't. Like, it's a fucking TV show. But, whew. Whew. 
Five chrysids. Five chrysids. Five. I've already rated it. Before the review, I've already rated it. Five wow. chrysids. It's fucking awesome. So it ties the uh, 90s one for you. We'll see. We'll see on the rewatch. <laughs> I do feel like, I feel like I'll be looking at it three to four chrysids on that one. I think I'm still going to enjoy it. I, like, I feel, obviously, I'm going to enjoy it. I loved it when I was a kid, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I remember watching it when I was like in high school and remember shitting on it in high school, but I think it was because uh, I was just, you're in high school. Yeah. Right? So you're just shitting on things and it's not cool and new and, you know. Mm -hmm. I, but I also think like if they released this Super Mario Brothers when we were in high school, I think we would have like, nah, I don't know. Mm. Mm. I probably would I'm, I'm very it. excited about the, the idea of Nintendo doing a fucking universe now with Illumination. Well, I mean, because I mean, this is fucking, this is huge. It's over a billion bucks already. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was a first of all, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. For a sequel, like mm -hmm. you can bang out at least three to five movies. Oh, easily. You can have Super Mario's. You could do Luigi. On I just mean just just the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. You could do at least five movies on its own. Yeah. Uh, you could definitely spin off Luigi for sure. Donkey Kong. Hundred percent. Toad could have his Captain Toad movie. Honestly, like there's, then, there's a lot just there. And then on top of that, if like they do the Legend of Zelda. First of all, this is the best uh video game movie ever. Yeah. There's nothing better than this right now. Yeah. Until Super Mario Brothers 2 comes out. Yeah. Which I mean, seriously, I'm so stoked to think of like Super Mario Brothers 2. Legend of Zelda. Z Legend of Zelda. Metroid. Oh, Star oh, Fox. Metroid. Oh, shit. And, and check it out. Check it out. We bring them all together. Super Smash Brothers. I was never really a fan of the game, but... But the movie will change your mind. We'll see. But yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right? right? Yeah. You're fucking right. You're fucking right. Fucking right. Fucking right. Yoshi. I, I want to talk more about Super Mario. Like, I want to talk about so much. All right, well, fuck. I better get watching this movie. Then. So, well, I mean, there's a lot coming out though. It's we, we got now. what? What do we got coming out? Um, oh, well, there's uh, Spider Man, Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Yep. Then there's the Flash, which is probably going to be yeah, awesome. We'll do Flash. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, there's Indiana Jones Five. Right. That's into June. We haven't done any of the indies, so I guess we'll do a. We'll have to. Oh, that's you know what we're gonna have to. We're going to do all the indies if we're going to do number five. We're going to have to do all the indies. Yeah. That's cool. That's we're going to cool. do all the cool, indies. Cool, cool, cool. Well, because, cool, cool, cool. like, I mean, after that, like, now it's just, like, cool sci-fi movies. Superheroes are pretty much done until Captain Marvel. Yep. In November, and that's when we'll do Cap The Tale of Two Marvels Part Deux. Part Deux. I haven't watched I, Shaz Shazam I, yet. I still haven't watched and it. And I, I was like, oh, maybe I'm, I'll do I'm it. I'm going to fucking weekend. wait right to the fucking bitter end. When it, I, when it's I like, think that's what I'm going to do, too. Okay, I watched the Marvels. I guess I'm gonna watch this. <laughs> yeah, my reaction is probably gonna be like, uh, "Huh, the Marvels is about as good as I thought it was gonna be." Yeah, and now, now I gotta watch fucking Shazam yeah, too. Do this. Speaking of like MAGA, good old Zachary Levy. Oh yeah. I don't know if he's quite the MAGA part though. Like Dixon is. Dixon oh yeah, yeah, is 100%. yeah. But oh, you can still be a piece of shit without being MAGA. Yeah, but he, he is he is one of those like piece of shit anti bad. What up, Zachary Levi? Dickhead. Hey, Kevin Sorbo, right back at you, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. He's he surprised me actually. That one hurt my heart because I loved Sorbo growing up. I met Sorbo in twenty eleven at New York Comic Con. 
we talked for about 10 minutes. I was like, oh, man, Serbo rules. He's he from Minneapolis. He seemed like such a cool dude. He was dude. talking to me about Thunder Bay. I used to go there and play football. We were chatting. It was awesome. I, I liked, liked Hercules. Yeah. I liked the Andromeda. Yeah. I loved that show. Call the Conqueror. Call the Conqueror. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he went crazy. Yeah, then he went nuts. It's like, I don't know. If, it's a shame. Maybe, maybe if you're a celebrity, don't go on social media. Yeah, just stay off it. Also, just because you're famous doesn't mean that your viewpoint means anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we, like I said, we all have opinions and we all have this. But yeah. st just state it as an opinion. Just go, in my opinion, and then leave it at that. Your opinion can mean something have, to you. But I do love that Lucy Lawless just jumps on him every time. He opens his mouth. She's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck I up. love Lucy just Lawless. Just gets in there. All, and, oh, oh I think that's, that's another one. She's normal. Who ages. like, Or doesn't really. Oh, age. man. Yeah. Beautiful. Just seems. I want to see what Renee looks like now. That you split Gabriel. Because I had the hots for her like crazy. Oh. Well, let's just find out. But oh, I also I also had a crush man. on her too. Just yeah, like, I had such a huge crush on her. Holy fuck! This is that's a show they keep talking about remaking too. No. So Renee O'Connor. Well, you know what? Hey, mm -hmm. okay. still pretty good. Should be what around fifty, I guess. Ah, oh, fuck! She's still hot. She's still hot. God damn. She doesn't quite look like if you like. It's unfortunate that you do this because it's like eclipsed, just totally eclipsed. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, Still yeah. Good. But anyway, so as always, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate that you guys are continuing to subscribe uh, and you're liking. We're what over eight hundred now. Smashing We're the over like button. Eight hundred. Over 800. Like, we couldn't literally have done it without you guys. So, thank you so much. We, it's amazing. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Like, like I, I said, I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown. We've gone up 500 in about three months. Like, I've said in the last camcast, uh, the fact that we could do this for a living actually seems like a possibility in the next couple of years, mm. which is fucked up. Yeah. Just fucked up. I would love to fucking do this. That's all I want. Just travel. That's all around. I want. Just now. travel the convention circuit. Convention circuit. Interview. Interview. Like you know, get movies yeah. in advance copies. Yeah. You know, like have comic companies reach out to us to review their comics. Bring it. You know, like all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna like, keep pushing. Especially once I get like in this groove of pushing out mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, review mm -hmm. content and all that, like fucking, because at some point. I'm going to start, end up doing like music reviews. Yeah. Fucking video game reviews. Like it's all just, it's all in It's all the geek life. It's uh, all of it. Yeah. Geek life. The geek life. Geek life for real, y'all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No ragrets. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Oh, yeah. So thank you guys. Yeah. We love you all. We love you so much. Sure. We love that you see us here on uh, YouTube. We love that you look at us on Twitter. On mm -hmm. Facebook, mm -hmm. on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. Did you say Twitter? I think I did say Twitter. I said, okay, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. right. And yeah, then, of yeah, course, yeah. you hear us on the podcasts, on yeah, the yeah. Apple, Google Podcasts, the SoundClouds, the Audibles, and uh, Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah. I was going to forget that one. So yeah. good call. Well, there you go. Cool. Thank you. Geekpantsmedia.com. 
And uh, you were there too. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere and nowhere. At your the same ear time. holes and your eye holes. I look. I can't help what he says. He says things. I say things. Yeah. He can't help what I say. But in this particular case, I don't stand with him on this one. Mm-hmm. He said it. Actually, that's not true. That's I, all, I back you up. You, you back me up? I'll back you up on everything. God I, damn, I said man. at the beginning. I thought you would bite someone for me. I was just going to say, I said I would, I would bite, bite someone for you. you. They're backing shot, off right away. Shot, right like, away. No, no, I'm not even going to nibble. You're under No, no. Well, to be fair, I, I dropped the F bomb like five times this episode. Yeah, so not even the fuck bomb. The no, other F bomb. No. It's all right. We I, love made, you. I made fun of Game Mario, so we're good. Yeah. Well, we love you. If we haven't been canceled by China. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. China. And, oh, uh, Saudi Arabia, too. Or I, we're, I don't know if we're quite there yet, but China seems to be very petty. China, yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem very petty. They might be big Frank Miller fans. <laughs> they might. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Frank. Just to clarify, it's not even Frank Miller. It's just the reaction to that tweet. Yeah. That, Mark that guy, fucking reaction was hilarious. That Mark guy, he was, like, offended. Whoa, I know. It's like, it's like you... Punched his dad. I know. And his dad was Frank Miller. Hey, dude, I know you're on strike right now, but really? <laughs> Plus, the fact that you have the blue check mark really, really, that really fucking tickled him wrong. You know, what the best part is, he didn't even fucking pay for it. It was free. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks, Elon. And then that's the other part that he threw in the Elon thing. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, just yeah. like, you're the guy who's Elon standing. Yeah. Because you're still on Twitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't. Even, I've been on Twitter like in years, and I I'm thankful for that. Yeah, thankful. You for don't it. know what you're missing. The only time I'm on Facebook now really is to check in to see with some of my friends and family, and then also to check in with Remember the '90s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I sent you an invite yeah, for that. I, I I see their updates because my buddy I like Scott who runs that channel or Facebook group. Page? The group page, yeah. yeah. Um, I worked with him at Sears, and uh, okay, and I love it because it's like he'll show a picture of something. I actually submitted some myself. Yeah, I uh, I did uh, I did Dirty Works. <laughs> nice. And I wrote the thing, and it was like my impression of Norm Macdonald. It's like, did you uh, did you see this movie, uh, Dirty Works, with that uh, that Norm Macdonald? Dirty Works? Directed by that Bob Saget. <laughs> I was oh, like, that, that Artie Lang guy? <laughs> <laughs> you see that movie, uh, Dirty Work? <laughs> and I'm like giggling as I wrote this. Because like, I threw it out to him. I said, yeah. you got to do Dirty Work. He's like, why don't you do it? And I was like, oh, sure, I'll do it. So yeah, so I'm, yeah. Su- so I'm supporting that channel. That's pretty much it. I, I check That's in to see some family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I um, like first thing I do is that, that fucking group. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess I got some stuff here yeah, there, yeah. and the other thing, but that's that's the one. Yeah. So Scott Osadic, you know, I know you haven't seen this channel, but here's to you. Here's to remember the nineties. We remember the nineties, and we're happy you do too. Yeah, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, why aren't we best friends? Because he's like listing like thing after, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like the whole time, I'm fuck like, yeah, fuck man, this is awesome. The only thing is, is he's into sports. That's the only thing that actually, you know what? Fuck off, guys. Get out of here. We're out. Get yeah, out. Sports. I can talk all night. We're done. Bye. Later's on the men, Jay. That's what we say. Oh, yeah, right. I'm supposed to go over here <laughs> into this spot. And then uh, go to this outro right here. Yeah, like... These pancakes are delicious.